Welcome to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From Hillary to Harambe, there are no limits. You can be nice. Really great talking to you. Cool dude. Great dude. Appreciate awesome. It, man. You can be mean. You buy the shit. <laughs> or you can blow it all up. <laughs> Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the Colin Show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy back after a week hiatus with a long list of callers to get through. So we're going to have to stick to the plan tonight, Miss Clockkeeper. Yeah, math is hard, though. Yeah, so um, we got a lot to get through tonight, so please, callers, try to be respectful of your fellow callers. Let's keep it moving along. Let's try to aim for two minutes or so if we can. Um, one other thing I wanted to say at the top of the show, in, as a tease for Sunday, this uh, last night we interviewed uh, the brother of one of the Parkland victims who has set up, um, his family has set up kind of a school safety charity Um uh, in the aftermath of of the of the February fourteenth shooting, and uh, it was I really enjoyed the interview. It's a tough interview. It's tough to talk about something like losing a sibling in such a terrible event, but uh, but I I think it was good, and I hope people enjoy it on Sunday. Yeah. So tune in at the end of Sunday for that. But um, we're here for the call in show. If you're new to the show, there is a link to the discord server in which we host the show. That's in the video description. Click on that link, hop in the server, put your name in the roll call. We go on a first come first serve basis with patrons getting prior, uh, priority. If you are a patron of myself or of blonde or of the podcast, you should be marked in that pretty orange font in the server. If you're not messages on Patreon, we'll get that taken care of for you. And we have a bunch of show questions. Um, yep video questions and questions that were emailed to us. So we're going to have to stop taking calls around 730, 740. Yeah, we're, we're definitely gonna be on a tight timeline tonight. All the more reason I should shut up. But that is the other takeaway. If you want to contribute to the show, but you can't do it live, we do take email questions. That's beauty and the beta at gmail.com. You can also record a brief message and post it to YouTube and we'll play the audio of that message if you send us the link. Uh, unlisted. And uh, as always, try to keep those messages to a minute or less if you can, and, and we'll reply to them on the show. So let's go ahead and hop into it. I'm going to bend the rules slightly because I the rules might be unclear. Exo Shelby was first, but Shelby, you got to wait till 10 minutes before live. She jumped the gun, Shelby. But she's not, I don't know if she's here or not. We'll let her hang out. Hello. Hi. There you go, Shelby. Shelby, you cheater. You can't, you can't, uh, you can't post that early. Well, I don't, I told you last time, I don't understand discord. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just teasing you. Cause I don't say that rule enough, but we try to go 10 minutes before live, but I'm giving you a break this time. Cause I know you're new. You're such a hard ass guy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, next time I'll know. Yeah, yeah. What's on your mind? I uh, just seeing what you guys were up to this weekend for the holiday. I have to keep my plans kind of private. Oh my God. I have really good plans. I'm really excited for them. I wish I could tell you more. It involves, it involves shooting guns and it involves driving around in pristine wilderness. Alone? Uh, no, no. Ah, I see. Yeah. The plans. Uh, I know, right? Um, my fiance will be back. And so we're going to have a little barbecue at my parents' house. What about you? I'm going to the Cincinnati Zoo to see Harambe oh. or his grave. Right. Do they have a memorial there? I think they did at one point. I don't think it's up anymore. Hmm. Well, that's a tragedy. Yeah. And then we're going to go see uh, baby Fiona. 
uh, what animal is Fiona? She is the premature hippo. Oh. Oh, I bet she's yeah. so tiny. I mean, hippo tiny, so not that tiny. Hippo tiny. We last time I was there, we thought it was like the full-grown mom. We're like, wait, what? <laughs> You're like 400 pounds. Seriously, wow. how big Baby is she? Hippo's that she's big? huge. <laughs> how premature are we talking? I don't even know she... how long hippos are pregnant for. I think she was like six months premature or something like that. Something crazy. Oh my, I gotta Google this. How long are hippos pregnant? Uh, Elephants are pregnant for two years. I Googled that the other day. Hippo gestation period. 243 days. So about eight months. Oh, so maybe six weeks premature. I can't remember. Yeah, that makes more sense. She was so tiny, they didn't think she'd live though. Fiona, the hippo. We only deal with the hard-hitting news on this show. <laughs> oh, she's so cute. Aw. Okay, wow. <laughs> you can talk about hippo motherhood, and that'll that'll buy you time on this show? She's My goodness. so cute. Look at that. I know. We do have to give you the boots, Shelby. Oh, that's fine. But thank you thank for you. making I... me look at these pictures, because look at her little face. Oh, give us a Fiona so update next time. Yeah, it's all And hopefully it helps with your blonde's disease. <laughs> Maybe. Sure. We'll see. Thanks a lot. Bye, right, Shelby. Bye. Oh my God. Have I never seen a picture of a baby hippo before? This Jesus is the cutest Christ. thing I've ever seen in my life. Let me get Regal Fraggle in here and then I'll Google it myself and see what we're dealing with. I'll oh be the God. final arbiter of cuteness here. It, it's so cute. Do I have to look at that one specifically or just look at any baby? Fiona the, the hippo. Fiona. You there, Regal Fraggle? Hey, come back to me after a call or two. I'm trying to do something. Okay. Oh. Do you want to hang out in the lot? Do you want to hang out in here or do you want me to bump you back down? Uh, I'll just mute myself. Okay, sounds good. Let's Look talk at her to Constantine. Oh, oh my god. Uh, okay, all right. That kind of you're you're kind of right, oh especially underwater swimming with the little hippo oh, legs. She's sleeping on somebody's belly. All right, okay, I'll give you this one. Okay, I got this. It. Does this does warm my heart a degree or two? <laughs> oh, you there, Constantine? I have a fear of hippos, and this offends me. Expect a lawsuit. Okay. I, I don't know what kind of opening that was, but uh, it, I, I just have a lot on my mind, and I have a bit of an odd question. Are either of you familiar with 5G ZTE? That sounds like a phone, a cell phone service. Yeah, I don't know. What you're yeah. about. I don't know what that is. Step up from 4G LTE, which is the current like cell phone service we have now. Yeah. Well, where it stands now is China's trying to develop it. The U.S. wants to nationalize it so it can develop it faster. But it, it got me thinking, the fact that it's basically tech race. Do, do uh-huh. you think, do you think, I mean, if you think about, we only got to them because we wanted to own the Soviet Union. I, no, I'm that was of... fake. We never got there. That was staged. <laughs> okay. Everyone knows that. Yeah. We're getting on, we're getting on levels of wokeness that I, I think that, uh, <laughs> not, I think, uh, I think the federal government will shut us down, keep on going on this path. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, wow. This has been quite the night, but uh, I, I'm, I'm starting to think. Do, do you think a multipolar world would be better? Do you think it would be better if we had rival powers to actually compete with? Do you think this country hmm. would be on a better track? I don't know about tech-wise, but I've heard the argument made to me by several people that it's a cult, it's of cultural benefit when you have like a unifying enemy. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, Because we don't have that Soviet enemy or that existential threat anymore, and maybe that's part of America's cultural I don't know. We're still competitive fragility. with China. As far as I, I know, there's, they keep stealing our intellectual property. So. Uh, no, but, uh, well, they keep on stealing our intellectual property, but then they keep on buying our missiles through Israel. That that's that's how it, that's how. It works. <laughs> uh, but I'm 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 gonna bail because I think uh, 
yeah, I, I cannot speak tonight, and it's actually <laughs> difficult to process the words I'm talking about. Five G ZTE. I'll be on the lookout, man. Uh, okay. Ho- hopefully, I'll be alive next week. <laughs> All right. Thanks catch for you, catch you later. Yeah. Have a good holiday. Um, Regal Fraggle, chime in if you're ready. Otherwise, I'll get uh, another person in here. No, I'm ready. Go for it. Okay. Uh, so I have a theory as to why y'all don't have a whole lot of uh, female viewership. I don't know, man. It seems like they're coming out of the, the cracks. Yeah, we got, we got more but than sure. I expected. Go for it. Okay. You... So we were listening to uh, one of your viewers that we stay kind of hang out with from time to time. She had taken the Jordan Peterson uh, test was the personality. Sure. Yeah, yeah, understandmyself.com if people want to check it out. Or hatemyself.com. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the way she scored it revealed that she was a high intellect female, which is a rarity. So okay. I think that's what it probably is. You speak on topics that require a higher intellect. So it kind of cuts them out. Oh, you flatter us. I don't, I don't know if. Uh... Yeah, we really you don't. No, you talk about politics. It's not. We talked about Laurel and Yanni last week for like twenty minutes. That's okay. Laurel and Yanni. You went went into detail with that. Is um is a setup for brainstorm and green needle, which is the real mind blower. You enjoyed it. Don't act like you didn't. Yeah, but it made me not trust my own mind. Yeah, I already have enough self doubt. Yeah, I think um I think whether it's a, a of an intellectual trait, and I know. The, the intellectualism trait in Jordan Peterson's test doesn't mean like intelligent or not. So I don't want people to it, misunderstand I think as far that. as I could tell, it was intellectual curiosity. Sure. It doesn't I mean like really high in. Yeah. It doesn't mean like, are you a smart person or yeah. not? It, it, it deals with how you think about things and abstract thought and things like that. No, but based um, on your temperament, but, you can figure out whether you're, you're going to fall into a high IQ or not. Hmm. I guess so. I mean, also I think that, women are probably turned off by my low agreeableness. And I'm also really hard on women. And I think that more men listen to political comment commentary. Yeah. I think politics in general is probably going to skew male. Yeah. I mean, have you looked at your demographics skag? Like how many you can, I know it's high male, but the thing is it's also, it's also self-reported demographics. Like uh, people can lie. I don't know how much to trust them. You know, I'm sure it's pretty accurate. I mean, do you know how high your male audience is? Uh, I've not looked recently, but uh, back when I was doing video games, it was like exclusively male, of course. Yeah. And now I think it's maybe like a quarter female, maybe like maybe something between a tenth and a, and a quarter. Yeah, that's probably where I am too. Mm. All right, we got to give you the boot, Raggle Frank. Uh, one second, gun of the week. You ready? Oh yeah, yeah, go. All right, so it's K O R O V I N, A K forty five. Huh. Huh. Yeah, uh, prototype Soviet assault rifle from World War II. This was submitted to uh, replace the SKS during the so- uh, after World War II, but it lost to the AK-47. It well, looks- anything's better than an SKS after my last week of trying to work with one. Why is the <laughs> why is it so close to that other thing to the grip? It does have a. Oh, well, it's got like a gun. the triggers on like a foregrip. Huh. That is weird. And oh, it's um, great. it's like a bullpup design too. Again, yeah, I'm gonna try and skew away from that in the future, but uh, for now, that's what I'm on. Interesting. I've never <laughs> seen this before. That's pretty cool, though. Thank yep. you very much. Yep. All right. Have a good night. Um. Oh, Someone and call I fa- in I f- and talk to us about bearings, so I can find out what happened. Yeah, that, that, that was the other thing I saw in the chat that bearings channel is banned, and I went and checked it out myself, and he is indeed banned for now. We'll see. 
when it comes to that. I forgot to mention at the top of the show too, we also take Super Chats in between callers, so we'll, we'll check in on Super Chat periodically. Let's talk to Coincidence Detector. Coincidence Detector, you there? Let's talk to Sean. Sean, you're good to go if you're ready. Sean. Oh, now you're up. You're ready. Oh, sorry. Go for it. I didn't hear you at first, so I brought in another caller, but go for it, Coincidence Detector. No, sorry, but uh, I have a question for you guys, but I think sure. it's more relevant to Matt because he's a guy. And sure. I hope you can answer this uh, more detailed as possible, but only if how much you're comfortable with. <laughs> just, that's a, that's a this is quite the intimidating setup. setup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, you guys, a couple, you said a couple of times that, you know, you left your normal, normal jobs to do this thing. And yeah, but you didn't really, uh, you really enjoyed it anyway, because you love what you're doing. Sure. But have you guys uh, thought about it through the future? Like, Matt, you're, I think you're in your 30s now, so it's a very high possibility that you're going to have a family in like five years. So yeah, yeah. do you think you'll be, you'll still be, you probably need a new house and stuff like that. Do you think this is going to be a steady stream of income five years from now? I'm, I'm, I'm confident. Yeah, I'm. I'm confident there'll be financial stability in, in whatever I decide to do, whether it's completely independently like this or whether I, I went to do the same thing for somebody else. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, we talk the, about the, this all the time. Actually. The risk the risk phase, I think, is is largely over, provided I don't implode my own audience. So thank you, audience. Right, Love right. you guys. Appreciate you very much. Um, but I, I, I try to be I, I'm confident that that's not going to happen unless I give everybody the finger and tell them all to go away or something. Yep. So yeah. you always still think you can do this till you're 50, you know, maybe even 55, 60, because that's where... Not only can I, but I want to. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to stop. And it'll turn into to different stuff. And, like, it's not going to be the same thing always. It'll open up to different possibilities. For Matt, I mean, my days are numbered on YouTube. So. Yeah, it could go a bunch of different ways. Maybe I take time off from video or podcast work and write for somebody. Or, you know, there's different, there's different routes to take. I don't know that I'll be doing exactly this forever, but... I'm confident that the avenues will be there for sure. Yeah, I mean, you close a bunch of doors, but you also open a bunch of doors too. I close some real shitty doors. Yeah, I don't care about those doors. Yeah, both of us were doing you know crappy financial and data jobs, things like that. Um, there isn't a lot of possibility for uh, for you know high income jobs outside of entrepreneurship if you don't have a specialty, especially for millennials. So it's not like we had all these. Even though I majored in finance, it's not like we had all these possibilities for future careers. Like we had to take matters into our own hands. And it's a totally yeah. different situation for me because I'm about to start a family with somebody that does have a more conventional job. Yeah, my old career path was um was to stable mediocrity. Yeah. There is a good there's an upside and a downside. Um but what I love about this is there really is no ceiling. It's just what what can I make of my own time and talents. Yeah. So Yep. We gotta well, give you the boot though. If you right, go for it you. if you have some final thoughts though. No, it's just like uh, when I was a wage slave before I become a small business owner, you know, yeah, I never had the problem of looking forward. It's a stable kind of thing, but yeah. this YouTube thing is new. You know, I mean, you can maybe invest your money and stuff like that, but I mean, I don't see any forty, fifty-year-old YouTubers that much, right? Because because they just haven't got that old yet. You know, I mean, this I is mean, Ruben's that's... in his forties. 
um, Stefan Molyneux's 52, Pat Condal's yeah, in his 70s. Yeah, but there's nobody who like started when they were 25, you know, who's yep. now 50. Uh, or Stefan Molyneux started 15 years ago. He started in this realm. And then you, um, not on YouTube. He started yeah, on, YouTube on YouTube in 2007, but... though. So 11. Like pretty early. Yeah. 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 All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. You there, Sean? Yes, I am. Go right ahead. So, two quick things and then my main point. Uh, mm. First off, the brain needle thing I showed to a couple of people at work and blew their minds. So, <laughs> see, blonde, I wasn't wasting time. It's crazy. No, I just said it wasn't highly intellectual. That's ah, all. sure. No, I'd agree with that. It's it's kind of kind of like just brain candy. It's yeah, not nutritious at all. Um, the second thing is, I too had an SKS, mm. and they are gigantic pieces of shit. I, uh, <laughs> I, I agree with that. Where's my sound? <laughs> Just to clue people in on what I'm talking about. So I had a, a Chinese SKS inherited to me and I had a, a stock kit for it, a Tapco stock kit, uh, you know, give it a pistol grip and all that. And I've, I've, I finally sat down this last weekend to try to install this stock kit on it. And that I cannot get the trigger assembly back into that damn SKS. That's basically the problem I had. I, I bought a composite stock for one that was originally in a wood stock. Yeah. And I got, I got the whole mechanism into it, and it was a little bit sloppy, actually, at the trigger area. Uh. But the magazine wouldn't ever clip in fully. So the only yeah, way I couldn't you do that either. Is you have to have backward pressure on the magazine. So I just gave <sighs> up. And I'm just going to take it to a gunsmith or something and be like, just make it a gun again, <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that yeah, I got rid of mine because they're just they're they're crap. Dude, I was tempted to throw it in the trash. That's how pissed off I was at this gun. That's basically what I did. I I, I gave it to a guy that was you know he just has a big pile of you know parts, and I'm like, here, just take it off my hands. I don't want yeah. to deal with this piece of shit anymore. He yeah. just has a pile of gun parts. I bet his house is weird. <laughs> no, he's got a yeah. He's he's a weird guy, but yeah, he's got <laughs> piles of all kinds of things. Uh, we got to give you the my, boot. Any final thoughts? Oh God, I didn't even get to my main point. I wanted go to talk it, about the mic right. debate. All right. Oh yeah, yeah. Please the do. The Jordan the Peterson, debate. Michael oh, Eric Dyson debate. It. It's it's. Oh my torture. god, you got to watch it. It's great. Yeah. I'll watch um, it tonight after this. They didn't touch the topic of the debate like at all. Not a lot. Yeah. It. Uh, if you go to the Monk website, you can see the actual proposition, and it was something like, "Is political correctness progress?" Something like that. Yeah, and and they really uh, didn't. T- yeah, they didn't the, get to that. The too pro much. side was this Dyson guy who's aptly named because he sucks like a vacuum. Uh, and then uh this chick goldberg who at the very end i don't know if how many people caught it but she was actually telling jordan peterson to google the um vox story about him the vice one the vice interview what is some kind of reference yes the guy what's her name goldberg yeah she said he said this in a vice interview it was that vice interview where Jordan Peterson was talking about like women wearing lipstick in the workplace and how that's sexualized and it creates conflict. Yeah. And she, and she referenced that. He said, I didn't say that. And she goes, Google it. And it's like, I was there. I was the one talking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I just think that if, if we all just need to agree that if you're going to use the Google it argument, you've lost yeah. the old Google it, classic. Google, yeah. it. Google it. Of course. Yeah. Everyone, um, <laughs> If you can, if you can get through it in one sitting, I commend you. It's it's a tough one, but everyone should check I don't that to do this. Out. I'm just putting it off because it's going to be. 
Totally. I, I want to play some chunks of it on Sunday, maybe, so you could right. see the highlights then, maybe. Just, just so you know, you're gonna you're you're going to church because mm. Dyson's nothing but a but a snake oil preacher. Yeah, yeah. He he speaks like the preacher, and he points this way, and he points that way, and he uses the big words. It's just, oh God, please. Ugh, at least at the end, did Jordan you catch? Peterson do this. What, did you catch at the end when Stephen Fry called him a snake oil huckster pulpit talker? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, and Stephen Stephen Fry is the, I mean the guy's a lefty and way mm. left than 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 I than I normally tolerate. But man, is that guy charming? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he had a nice he had a nice um as we were saying plantation owner suit. He had like a white like <laughs> Colonel Sanders <laughs> suit on. Little Colonel Sanders. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. look forward to watching it. Not really. Yeah, you should. No, you should. It's it's well worth the watch. <laughs> All right, man. All right. Well, thanks. have a good night. Have a good uh, holiday weekend and all that. You too. I'll catch Bye-bye. you guys on Sunday. Okay. How are we doing on Super Chat? Fine. Keep... Okay. Steven's up next. Hello, Steven. Hi. Hi. <laughs> uh, you guys want to talk about the Allison Mack sex cult or do y'all want to Ooh. Google an actress and tell me if y'all think she's hot? Ooh, that one. Ooh, yeah. ooh. All right, the, let's do it. The These are two one. good choices. Yeah. All right, well, let's, let's go for the actress. Okay, the actress's name is Kristen Ritter. Oh, yes, totally. She's weird looking, but I'm into it. Oh, isn't this, um, oh, I... isn't this Jane from Breaking Bad? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I'd say yes. She has like an impossibly tiny head, but giant features. She looks like an adorable little porcelain doll. Yeah. Do we actually agree on a chick? I can't believe this. Quit bang. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. What do you think? Me or Matt? Steven. Go oh, I it. think she's hot as I think she's hot as hell. And uh, other listeners of this show say she's too skinny or other stuff. Hmm. And I'm like, what? she's got some junk in the trunk. Here she is I, in a I, bikini. I, yeah. All right. We have a statue of her, and Matt tells me not to face a certain way because he gets turned on from her ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, she has the approval of two gay dudes and a woman. I'm sure she's super happy. And then Matt, but who cares what he says about women because he's got horrible taste. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Women, okay. All right. Well, we may or may not meet her this weekend. I'll be Ooh. sure to tell her that. Yeah, tell her that she's got a weird face, but a nice ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think her face is really weird. I don't know. She's weird, but hot. It's like the Natalie Dormer effect. How tall is she? In some of these photos, she, yeah, Natalie Dormer is weird like that. She is kind of weird looking. She's like a hot alien. Yeah, yeah. Natalie Dormer. Um, She's in Game of Thrones, Thrones. Marjorie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We don't watch that. We're terrible gay guys. (laughs) I think that's the only, I think that's the only thing I've seen her in. She was in Hunger Games. Uh, she I had a. Only, she was the photographer in Hunger Games. I, the I only was, knock on Kristen Ritter is a little, little tall. How tall is she? Five nine. Okay, come on. It's Maybe you're tall. just a little short. Oh, oh, yeah. I can't have a woman taller than me. She's five nine. Yeah, yeah. you're four foot eleven though. I mean, who, right. who, who would you? It's Christina Ricci, and that's it. Sorry, we interrupted Stephen. Continue. Yeah, Steven. sorry, Stephen. <laughs> All I, all I gotta say is I still don't know who that dormer chick is because I've only seen each Hunger Games once. They were all pretty garbage. She's just another a, weird looking but hot chick. Here's a here's a true story to close this out. Aaron Paul, her uh fictional boyfriend guy on Breaking Bad. Five eight. Ooh. 
Great okay. voice, though. I like her in Paul's voice. Great voice. That's what all women are looking for. Yep. Uh, women should stop fetishizing tallness. <laughs> Start with yourself. <laughs> Clean your own room. No. <laughs> Before I go, I wanted to sure. apologize for I wanted to apologize to Blonde for sending the emails the way I did. I can't I can't figure out how to send them in storyteller format. What? <laughs> oh, she didn't check them. Yay. Jeez. <laughs> oh, what did what emails did you miss? I don't several, uh, I'm sure. Well, do you know the uh, you know how I DM'd you the pictures and I like had a little sentence for each and every one of them to tell you about what's going on? Yeah, I'm that, really lazy is is the problem. Well, are you talking to, well, are you I, saying I, DMing me or blonde? I DM'd I DM'd Matt. Oh, okay. Uh did I not see these? I don't remember you DMs did. with what on Twitter? Which pictures? It was two weeks ago. It was two weeks ago, the brandings. Me, oh yes, yes, yes. I remember that. Yeah, I have yeah, those. I, yeah, I tried sending something to Blonde about it, but uh the uh Lord it, I couldn't figure out how to do it storyteller wise. So I wanted to apologize, oh. but if she hasn't if she hasn't read them, then don't Yeah, she don't has to apologize them. to you. I I am sorry. I am the sorry <laughs> one. My apologies, Steven. Thanks for calling. It's always nice to talk to you. Thank you, man. Y'all yeah, too. Have a good night. Bye. So Daisy Ridley, by the way, I was reading oh, the yeah. comments for that show and unanimous that she's hideous. By a bunch of crazies. I'm that's, sorry. That's, you that's your audience. your credibility. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure all these guys who are commenting this, if Daisy Ridley came up to them and approached them and go, oh, no way. I'm no sorry. way, lady. She's a Move Hollywood along. actress, though. You have to, like, you have a higher standard for beauty. They're supposed to be the most beautiful women. And she's Daisy... forehead, tooth freak show. Yeah. I mean, come on. I'm yeah. looking at the live chat, right? People, people agree. People agree with That's me. That's because it's a meme now. It That's is. That's why. I'm That's right. why. Anyway, let's talk to uh, let's talk to Bill. Bill, you there? I am here. Hi, on, coming in crystal clear. Uh, what are your Daisy Ridley thoughts? Go ahead. <laughs> I, I was just watching that. Um, I think Daisy Daisy Ridley is an attractive lady. Um, she's not the most gorgeous girl on earth, but uh, I think she's she's cute. You know. Yeah. All right. So. Cute. I'll give her that. Yeah. She's cute if she goes to your high school. But, you know, well, you know, Matt's right, though. Matt's right. Guys are less picky than women give them credit for. Yeah. But I'm not talking about like, would you bang? I'm talking about like, is she the epitome of a Hollywood starlet? Does she have like one? It's epitome. Harley? Two. I never made that claim. <laughs> or whatever. Fine. Never made that claim. But, but who who really is like? Uh, um, oh, shit. What's the girl from uh, Wolf of Wall Street? Um Margot Robbie. Yeah, that chick is a fox. Yeah, I don't oh, yeah. Margot Robbie Stone higher than, than Daisy And Ridley. like Jennifer Lawrence, if she never opened her mouth. Yes, yes. I would, Jennifer Lawrence. I actually um, graded Daisy Ridley higher than Jennifer Lawrence. I don't get it with insane. I don't get it with Jennifer Lawrence. I mean, I, she's really stupid, which makes you feel like she's ugly. Because yeah, but Jennifer Lawrence couldn't be, couldn't be plainer to me. Yeah, she's kind like, of plain. All right. Yeah. I, I can get on board with that. Because attract attractions very... I mean, they're, they're like universal things, but then it's, it gets very specific on, you know, tastes. So that's true. That's Plus true. a British accent, man. It goes a long way. <laughs> it does. Australian goes even further. Whatever. The British accent, you think it's charming until you do some traveling and they're always the drunkest people. At least we can agree on Kate Middleton. Yes. Can we get back yes, to we can. commonality? My fiance was trying to tell me that Meghan Markle is hotter than Kate Middleton. And I was like, this isn't making me question your judgment about <laughs> 
Anyway, did you did you have uh, another topic that you wanted to discuss before we just steal your time? Steal your time. No, yeah, I was going to say a uh, long time no speak because it's been a while. I've sure. Busy with how the, are things? The, well, new girlfriend's pretty amazing. So. Still doing well. And um, I'm hoping there's some uh, great love connection on the other Aww. side of the fence there. Matt, I'm so glad Mike, to hear that. I that we can't, can't talk about comment. <laughs> Anyways, um, I wanted to bring up the monk debates. I know Sean brought it up earlier. Yeah. Just because uh, that uh, Dyson was just a complete, like, douchebag. Like, fool. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all this postmodernist, nonsensical talk. And, yeah. and he's going on about how he gets hate mail that people hate him because of his blackness. And all I can oh, think yeah. is people probably hate you because you're a douche, it sounds like. You're a turd, dude. Yeah. So, what, do I know who this guy is outside of this debate? You, We've definitely. Talked about him from Bill Maher, from his flogging of oh, Bill Maher for right. using the N-word. Him and, oh, um, right. I always mix up Ice Cube and Ice-T, whatever the rapper is. Ice Cube, I think. What's his first name? I'm just getting vacuums. Oh, I, don't, I don't remember. Um, Michael Eric. Michael Eric okay. Dyson. D-Y-S-O-N. You go on the Monk Debate website, uh, it didn't move much, but the, but the people who were for political correctness more than went over to the side against it after the end of the debate, which I thought was pretty telling. Yeah, it was a 6% shift I saw. Holy shit, that's yeah, huge. Yeah. Yeah, they pull you like what's your side beforehand and what's your side after and it was a 6% shift. Yeah. Uh, uh great video you put up the other week about uh men's testosterone and and these women getting uh, super alpha. Thank you. It, it got a lot of views. I was surprised. It's like my my channel was dying a slow death and all I had to talk about was some butch ladies and everyone's like oh, God. <laughs> We always yeah. do, you always do a good, real good job of researching. and um, Well, I, I wanted to know. I'm like, this can't be just something that I'm witnessing in Seattle. It can't just be a Seattle phenomenon. Um, sure, there it's probably worse there, on. but it's the reason it resonates with people is because everyone else is observing, observing this too. Observing it you know? too, yeah. And the House Hunters <laughs> thing, my brother brought that up to me, and then I started noticing when I was watching that show. Every episode of House Hunters is some like pushy bitch with her twink husband. It's like, I want new backsplash. It's like every episode. <laughs> Um, and that's when I really started to notice. I'm like, this is a thing. This is a whole phenomenon. Yeah. Well, thank you for that, Bill. I appreciate it. Any, uh, any final thoughts from you? Just saying, I, I made a comment on that video. I don't remember specifically about some other things maybe you should look into if you want to keep delving into that. Just because I uh, do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if you'll be able to. Uh, that was a week ago. How long? Are, I'll look into the it. Comment stream went, went, but yeah, I can't remember what I said. So, but <laughs> I just know that, uh, yeah, I mentioned some other things for you maybe to, to look into. Okay, that. cool. So, yeah. All right. Thanks a lot, Take man. Care, Glad to hear things are going well and um, have a happy Memorial Day weekend. Thanks, Bill. Right. Thank yep. you, sir. Bye. Yeah, we're talking about Romy Millennial in the live chat. Why are they talking about Romy Millennial? Because she's, Am I going to have to white knight for her? Ten. Okay, good. That's the only acceptable answer. She is. I mean, <laughs> Roaming Millennial has Hollywood level good looks. She's way foxier than Daisy Ridley. Hello. Uh, I can't comment on these. That's kind of a weird spot to go. You know, she's our friend, and I, 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 I find it to be weird. I don't like it when she goes on other shows and they just like, oh, I'm, I'm not naming names, but people feel inclined Crowder, to. Gavin I'm, I'm, I'm not naming names, you know, but I, I think it's kind of weird. Who's on? Um, Rack is, but his his or her mic is muted. So let's let uh, him or her figure that out. Oh. And oh, oh, there you go. Hello, go for hey. it. Hey, hey guys, how's it going? 
So um, I won't try to waste too much of your time tonight. Um, have you, so I want to follow up with what you want, uh, you guys are talking about uh, this Sunday with uh, the, either the media is malicious or it's lazy. lazy. Yeah, yeah. And um, that made me re uh, remember the clip actually, uh, are you guys familiar with, all right, put your, uh, sorry, put your tinfoil hats on real quick. Are it's you guys on, man. Right, right. <laughs> Just kidding. Never took it off since 1990. Yeah. Uh, if you get, um, have you guys seen that clip from CNN back during the Gulf War with uh, Charles Jaco? No. So I, I posted it in other links. Um, you could skip to 250. Those are instructions on it. Um, and it's really interesting because it's a very, it looks like a, a clearly uh, staged scene uh, with all these like fake alarms going off and like they put on like a helmet and a gas mask talking about scud missile fumes and everything. Yeah. And then there's footage of the set afterwards and Charles laughing about like, I love this country. They have no idea. Hmm. So and, it was like and, some white helmet shit. Yeah, pretty much. And then, and then uh, actually Charles Jacob was confronted uh, after he made some comments calling the tea party, uh, tea baggers. Hmm. And um, he was basically well, the guy who was confronting him said, have you snorted any rocket fumes lately? And he's like, Oh, I see. That's a good one you know, uh, acknowledge in the clip because he, in the backstage room, he's talking about the scud, scud, you know, scud missile again and everything too. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. yeah Why but, is so, Sorry, go ahead. Oh no. I mean, we've, we've caught journalists doing stuff like this before. Like, uh, the, the editing of the clip where the chick was like, take this to the suburbs. Remember that? The sister calling for peace. Calling That's how they characterized peace. it. And she yeah. said, literally go to the suburbs and burn their houses. Yeah. Down. Yeah. I mean, we've seen some, I mean, that's not yeah. as bad as um, setting, setting something up intentionally, but we've also yeah, seen yeah. that from the media. Uh, yeah. yeah my, we've seen that kind of stage stuff too. Remember the controversy of the Muslims in London and the degree to which that was a stage scene. Oh yeah. CNN. I forgot about that. Yeah. These hacks. Yeah. My, my whole thought process was like, well, that stuff was just recently. If you thought CNN had the integrity back as late as ni as early as 1990. Yeah. Oh, and I that's, that's, that's the other question too. In, in addition to media malice or laziness, you have a question of was the media really so honorable in the time of Cronkite and others, or is it just that we're able to call the bullshit more easily? We're, now we're able to call the bullshit of, of more information. easily now. I mean, what incentive do they have to be more crooked now that they didn't have before? Yeah. Because they hate Trump more. No, they've always been this way. Any I, I uh, put, final thoughts from you, sir? No, no. So I, say I would put all my money towards uh, they've always been this way. But hmm. So, yeah, that's it. So, right. Thanks a lot. Have a good night. Right. Thanks. Yeah, you we, should, we should do some super right, chats. Go for it. Uh, Travis Valley, love the show, guys. Glad you like the fan art. We need trench coat control in schools. First comment yeah. now, Texas. When will it end? Hashtag. Well, common yeah. sense trench coat control should be a thing at school. That That is, I, I would say that's fairly common sense. Uniforms. Hmm. Um, Christian Delorme or Delorme, a bit of Canadian support. Love you guys. Thank you. Well, thank you. Sorry about the Canadian thing. That's a, that's a bummer. Um, <laughs> I hope your family pulls through <laughs> this difficult time. I know. Yeah. Big LC. Uh, I don't know why I insult people that give us money. This is so bad. Why do I do this? It's part uh, of the bit, I guess. Matt, did you hear that the NFL are going to penalize teams whose players kneel during the national anthem? Is this still a thing? So the, the NFL owners came out with a new policy today. And the idea now is there will be no anthem protesting. If you're out on the field, you're going to have to stand and you know hand over your heart bit. But if you don't want to participate in that, players will be allowed to stay in the locker room and abstain. I think that's a fairly I think that's a fair compromise for owners. Oh, I don't think the players whatever. would be right to to bitch about this. If the players bitch about this, it's going to be really annoying. Yeah, nothing like seeing people that make 
millions of dollars a year talk about being oppressed. That's just sure. to, yeah. to throw down a, a round of pigskin ball. It's so stupid, stupid and gay. Uh, semi-silent Mexter bear. Don't know if you've discussed or were planning to discuss the Bloomberg statements. Look up C.S. Lewis quote conscience beginning of all tyrannies. Bloomberg reveals something huge. Do you want to do that while I'm reading these? Sure. Yeah. This That's something new to me. C.S. Lewis of all tyrannies. Um, William Malvo, as long as Matt doesn't pull a shoe, a shoe nice, a shoe nice and ends up a uh, loser addict scamming his own audience and eating his own poo or doesn't piss off Mr. Medicare. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Thing. I don't I'm want so Medicare coming Mr. after Medicare. me. I don't think he, I don't think he would come after me. You see, I, I do think he's a pretty reasonable guy. I think I he's know. very sharp, but I don't think he would I just... agree. I mean, there are three internet people that I am truly afraid of. One of them is Rushfi. One of them is Nick Fuentes. And the other one is Mr. Medicare. And I don't want to uh, ever want to piss any of them off. Actually, I would, I would be, that's no disrespect to, well, officially no disrespect to any of them, but I would rank Medicare as the scariest. He's got the biggest audience. Yeah. Um, Joel Dyke, did you, did you figure it out? I actually don't know what this is. I, I Googled Bloomberg reveals something huge. That's what I was supposed to Google. Um, no, you're supposed to look up. Uh, C.S. Lewis quote conscience a uh, beginning of of all tyrannies. C.S. Lewis of all tyrannies. Um, Joel Dykeman says just Google it is the newest best iteration of burden of proof fallacy. Didn't you kids know? Yeah, that's true. Um, Amber finally made a live show. By the way, I'm a female listener. She looks pretty foxy too. I think that makes me number six. I don't know. We might be up to ten. Excellent. There is a quote um, by C.S. Lewis, but it's like a paragraph. I don't think I can read this whole thing, but there is a quote if people want to look it up. Just C.S. Lewis, of all tyrannies, a tyranny sincerely exercised for the good of its victims may appear or may be the most oppressive. People can find it that way. For CS, uh, It's from uh, God on the Dock, Essays on Theology, Making of Modern Theology. Thank you. Um, last one for right now. Tune in, drop out. It was hard to watch. Dyson was more interested in keeping Peterson off balance than presenting coherent and logical arguments. Peterson knows that the left is playbook, but still let Dyson get to him at times. Missed opportunity. Yeah, just- um, they never, when do they ever bring reasonable arguments? It's all about semantics with them or straw man- manning or... In this case, it was literally, you don't count your white. That was basically what he was saying. That's not an argument. Dude, he he got uh, Peterson like pissed. You could tell. Jordan Peterson was holding back. And I think all things considered did an admirable job. Uh, I agree. You got to not get mad because that's why Kathy Newman's interview was so embarrassing because he kept his cool and just made her look so stupid like she yeah, must have he was been like, mortified after. He was like pissed in this one. You can tell he's pissed. And I, I can understand why he would be. Man. Okay, we're good. Okay, uh, Josh and Jess are up next. All right. You guys were late tonight. I can't believe it. Ah, oh, but they're not here. Oh. <laughs> Let's talk to uh, UM. You smell Caesar. UM, you're good to go if you're ready. <laughs> hey. Hi. Go for it if you're set. How much do you guys follow progressive YouTube? Very, Very little. little. <laughs> Although I did chime in on David Pakman this week a little bit. Yeah. And I had never heard of him. So that's how little. I Well, I, okay. So I worry about them because I can't get through most of their videos without like flying into a fit of rage. <laughs> it really distracts me. And... Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. But okay. 
there are so many channels out there, you know, Kyle Kalinske and all the, you know, the Young Turks, they get hundreds of thousands of views. In spots. It's weird. Like their, their audiences seem really inconsistent to me. These channels get like some viral play, but then sometimes they well, get they're also getting promoted views. by YouTube. I mean, we're, yeah, I don't think that there's actually more popular support amongst the general public for them. It's just, they're getting more representation and YouTube is a straight up leftist platform. I'm having videos demonetized left, right and sideways for no reason at all. Um, and they're getting their videos promoted. I see young Turks videos trending still periodically. Yeah. Well, okay, so I guess I just worry that I'm not really capable of keeping, you know, because they kind of cook up all of the talking points that then, you know, kind of filter up. If if they get a good zinger in, it'll filter up into the mainstream. And and I, I just don't know how to keep an eye on them without... Losing like, your mind? Yes, descending exactly. into a fit of yeah. rage? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I do... Um... I do share that frustration because I don't want to be entirely echo chambered or entirely siloed. I would like to know what they're saying. And formerly Bill Maher's show was kind of my source for that to like tap into what they're saying, listen to what their talking points are, try to understand. But I, ever since the N word flogging, I've been unable to tune into that on a regular basis. That's the nature of the red pill though. Like once you discover it, you don't need to do all this self-examination anymore. You've arrived at the truth. Hmm. Like, why do Maybe we need to li- listen to, to leftists? I, well, I still want to know what they're saying, like, because I don't when I don't want to be surprised. It's I don't want to be caught arguments. off guard like by a good come argument up with a new argument. Well, that's that's the thing is I, I yeah, I don't want to be caught off guard by a new argument I've not heard before. The question well, is, are they capable of doing such a thing? I would require a self-examination. <laughs> sure. On their end. Well, but I don't want to underestimate opponents, you know, and I want to be intellectually honest. The recent Jordan Peterson stuff, they came up with, you know, Jordan Peterson thinks women are poison. Yeah, yeah. Also, Jordan Peterson is white. So he's benefited from centuries of white privilege nonsense or whatever he had to say. Ugh, that's so stupid. Oh, my God. If anybody wants to see what happens when you put women in charge of everything, let's just take a look at Sweden and then we can... You know, examine. We're, yeah, like, remember the feminist snow plowing that like shut down oh, yeah, the whole city? That's right. That was two winters ago, wasn't it? <laughs> I think it was. Yeah, maybe it was. It, yeah, one of these recent winters. God. Women are more inclined to walk to work, so we're going to plow the sidewalks first, and we're going to cripple our city because nobody can drive. It's so the crazy. Fe- under the feminist snow plowing plan. People can't just admit that perhaps white men have just contributed more than any other group, and it's not because of unfairness. Hmm. I disavow. No, you don't. Any final thoughts? Please boot me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Have a great night, man. Bye-bye. You as well. Oh, I Josh and Jess. there's this big tranny in this clip. Yeah, oh, we're, clip? we're in here. Sorry, I couldn't unmute my mic earlier. I was, I was going to say, you guys are late, even though everybody <laughs> was like chiming in right at 6.50. You guys are so far down the list tonight. Yeah, yeah. He was late because he was distracted buying a gun. It's oh, well, that's a good excuse. That's a great excuse. Like remotely logging in via my uh, my phone. He's got to protect are, can, the family. Can I ask what yes. you're buying? I bought a, a Ruger LC9. Okay. Is this and is this your first firearm or adding to a collection? It is my first. It's it's my first firearm. I bought it because it's relative. It's relatively small size. I can conceal it easily. Yeah. And I've started driving for Uber. Uh, and oh, yeah. I live in Detroit. I want to be Oh, on. yeah. Yeah. I, I live I, in Detroit? I definitely would want to. Well, we live in a suburb of Detroit. It's probably the most boring town in Michigan, but 
Yep, we do. We live in Detroit. Do you ever yeah. go downtown? We actually drove when the only time Skag and I have ever met, we drove through Detroit. Because yeah, we had to we had to fly it was so booked up to get into Cleveland for the RNC, we had to fly to Detroit and drive to Cleveland for and like an affordable rate. We were rate. not downtown and it looked like like pretty fucking It was it was rough. Yeah. Yeah. Rough. Yeah. There's about I don't know, there's a mile and a half square in downtown right off the river that's really beautiful. Uh, and then everything outside of that is just scary <laughs> for 12 miles. Yeah. <laughs> so none of that reaches you? None of the, the riffraff gets in your suburbs? No. No, no where we're at, we're pretty good. Yeah, we it's live good. in a very safe area, which is awesome. Are you guys uh, um, lifelong residents? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Hell no. <laughs> ah, so how no. new? Uh, about two years. We moved oh, out here gotcha. because of my daughter uh, that uh. I made when I was in the army. So I didn't know about until she was six. So. Whoa. Well, there's a story there that we probably don't have time for tonight, but my goodness. We don't want to hijack your entire call. I assume you guys called for a different reason. What do you want to talk about? I did actually. I had, uh, I, I intended to hijack the call and it didn't happen. Um, so I wanted to talk to you a little bit about your three month policy because I think it's really interesting and I, or for pregnancy, I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. Three months not not revealing it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I understood where you were coming from. Josh was totally lost, and it looked like Matt was a little lost as yeah. well. Well, my that's what my sister in law did, and and general, I've noticed generally that I find out when people are pregnant when they've been pregnant for between two and three months. And so, if I'm going to tell over a hundred thousand people that I'm pregnant, I don't want to have to tell them that I had a miscarriage. I'd rather deal with something like that. Yeah by myself and sure. miscarriages they're actually you know they're relatively common i mean not like super duper common but but somewhat common so you know once you get to about three months you're pretty much out of the woods as far as miscarriages are concerned so that's typically yeah. why people wait yeah um, so i totally get the rationale i just you may not be able to control it or hide it i already know my face is going to get fat and my audience is so critical of my look so as soon as i gain five pounds they're going to be like bitch you're pregnant Oh God, there is that. And there's the like kid makes you want to eat chocolate and won't let you do <laughs> yeah. uh, but but on that front, speaking of news we couldn't control, mm. Josh and I found out we're actually what having twins. Oh well oh congratulations. It, it cut out for a second. <laughs> you have twins? Do anything in half measures. Does it run in your family? Nope, not even huh. a little. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why, by the way, I'm now driving cab on top of my normal job. Ah, She's you got something to save up for. Oh my God, <laughs> that's so exciting. Yeah, it, it is. But it's, it's really interesting how he reacted to the news. I mean, because we were, we were figuring out how am I going to work and have a kid? How am I going to be a good Twins. mom? What a blessing. And, and I guess it's too early to know the gender, out. right? You know, too, way too early. We're we're oh at ten God. weeks, but yeah, they're they're twins. Holy we shit! Well, that's so exciting, and you know, there's one in a thousand chance if it's not in in your family. Yeah, wow. I didn't well, know that low. Apparently, if you are over thirty and you are tall, you have a greater chance of having <laughs> twins. So I got that coming and going. This is so exciting. Matt's got his bored other person pregnancies Did, face. Why on. are you? <laughs> why do you have to? call me out because you're like <laughs> that's my that's my pondering yeah face that's that the I face have. when i send you pictures of my brother's baby he's like i don't care <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but i thought 
thought you might appreciate the news. I do. Congratulations, two little babies. For the record, I also say congratulations. (laughs) And good job on your super sperm. And keep us updated about your pregnancy. And if you're on Gab, um, if you know a chick named Empress, she's on Gab. She just had twins. Um, and, and she was talking to me about like, you know, all sorts of natural birthing stuff that she did. So if you have any questions for oh. somebody that just had twins, she might be the person to ask. I am on Gab. I can look for her. Thank you all very right. much. Well, con- awesome. Yeah, congrats, guys. Have a good night. Yeah. Bye-bye. Oh, twins. What a blessing. That's so sweet. Um, Crow is up next. Right? Yeah, Crow. Oh, oh. your face, Matt. Hello. What do you? Should I should I go with like Home Alone face? <laughs> no. So the Soylent you grin. You that soy face right yeah. off there. What's up? What's going on, Crow? Guys, um, I don't know. Um, kind of fed up with the, like the, I guess of the majority of white people that either don't care or they kind of even led credence to that white oppression narrative. Oh yeah. Um, how so? What do you, like what do dangerous? You mean? Well, it's dangerous. It's cancerous. It's, it seems to be showing up everywhere. So you know what? Ha- you heard what happened to Tommy Lahren, right? Oh yeah. I I only heard that somebody threw a drink on her. That's all I know. Yeah, and then a bunch of black people were like, "Oh, you deserve it, bitch! Why are you here, bitch?" Laughing and hooting yeah. and hollering. And then they she was just eating at a restaurant. That was it. Yeah. Okay. Brunch with her mother. Yeah. yeah. Um. But and then afterwards, the local news station interviewed a guy that the guy that was at the table right next to her that was laughing about it, and he said, "Well, she deserved it." Why? Because she disagrees with you on stuff? Because she's racist. You know? How is Tommy Lahren racist anyway? I know. She's. He also brought in the homophobic. I mean, basically. And by the way, if she is racist, that doesn't mean that you can harass or assault justifiably. It just rallied support for her anyway. Yeah. And then also these, like the middle upper class uh, black woman that was pulled over and then the NCAA or NAACP president that was pulled over. We were just and, talking about this Yeah, today, there's yeah. like a string of these now because I was talking yeah. about that last week, but there were there's the NAACP guy like you're saying. The other one that I saw, I haven't read about, apparently a woman accused a police officer of raping her. And the dash cam or whatever totally, or the body cam um, yeah. exonerated him, yeah. Man, quite the claim that. to say i was raped yeah, but that's the thing people they seem people seem to be more and more comfortable with with saying this stuff and it's really gonna i mean co- cops are getting shot they're getting attacked um did you yeah, see what happened I, to faith goldie this week hmm. yeah yeah it's just so crazy yeah, yeah it's and yeah, it's like she, the media doesn't give a shit yeah. she's like i'm a white woman being assaulted and they're like yeah but you're white so we're just gonna go ahead and not cover this i mean at least tommy Lahren is is famous enough that there was outrage about this even trump tweeted it but oh, at the yeah. end of the day, Tommy Lahren is a rich, smoking hot, young white woman. So, you know, she kind of wins, doesn't she? At life. Well, it's free uh, publicity, too. I mean, yeah. it's, uh, this is, it benefits her. And I think, did they just throw water on her? That's all that happened? It was, some, it was a drink or something it's like not that. The, it's I not think the that worst the woman thing that ever, threw it on her was On principle, white, it's bad. Yeah. It was, it was another white was chick. Yeah. It was hard to tell. Yeah. And but. she was an attorney also, I read. <laughs> Of course. Yeah. Her name's okay. Kim Kohler or something like that. Let me know in the live chat. Hmm. Um, yeah, but Faith, everybody watch that video on Faith's channel. It's just her getting assaulted by Antifa and the cut Canadian police just standing just, around being like, what And they're are we spitting doing? all over and they're her, too. They're spitting all over yeah. her. She gets pushed, I think, maybe to the ground. Um, it's pretty bad. Like 10 feet away wearing all SWAT gear just standing yeah, there. Yeah, just standing them. there. Yeah. And then they're like, you need to leave. Yeah. Like, Thanks, Canada. Yeah, awesome. Any final thoughts? Yeah, I have a joke for you, Blonde. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Uh, knock, knock. Who's there? I don't like where this is going. Just no. I just left. 
That was that was. No, that he's was, still here. That was the joke. Not the joke. Can you hear me? Oh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> What's the joke? Oh, can we start over again? Yeah, yeah. Go for it. All right, all right. Knock, knock. Who's there? Stapel, who blonde? I, I, I what? I can't tell if he's All doing I this on purpose he, or not. Laughing. We got to give you the boot. Yeah, it's, I, it's think, cut. I think it's Discord screwing up. So. Oh. Discord. All right. Well, I'm uh, sure right. it was funny. So there you go. <laughs> Oh, thanks That's a lot. Fair. You're just going to hand out rim shots. Yeah, he's a man. Ugh. I'll give him the benefit Bye. of the doubt. It was funny because he's a guy. All right. <laughs> for this chick uh, that's an attorney, I wonder if she's going to get in any trouble. Hopefully. You can't just do that stuff. Okay. Mustache Asian. I mean, obviously it didn't harm Tommy, but it's still. Um, Ooh, I'd be so pissed. How is that any different from like spitting on a person or something like that? It's not like they do anything about that either. Isn't that uh, that you can be charged for that? Can you not? Pretty sure you can. Um, for what? For spitting on a person. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but mustache Asian, <laughs> great name. <laughs> mustache Asian, you're good to go. Oh yeah, I muted it. So yeah, I was just uh, cleaning. Uh, I just got another thousand rounds today. Um, oh, uh, through a firearm or what? Um, yeah, for two two six. Yeah, two two three. Sorry, two three. I, I had a lot on my mind because I was really pissed. I had to drive like fifty miles just to get this a thousand, this thousand rounds. So it was like. Did you buy ammo for cheap or something, or why do you have to go so far? Well, I mean, because like in California, there's a new law. Oh. Yeah. So that say no more. <laughs> yeah. So you can't ship anything to. Like a like a residential address, unless the, the person has FFL. You can't ship ammo. Yeah, you can ship ammo uh, by mail to a residential address. Okay. Yeah, and you have to uh, you have to the person has to have FFL has to be participant in the special program that you, uh, to ship your ammo to the um, to you to, to get ammo shipped to you and. And some FFL charge, you know, fees for storing yeah. ammo. So yeah, so I was really pissed off that they are just making it as hard as possible possible for people to get ammo. And later, I think there is another law in in um, in the works that's saying that you each household can only get five hundred rounds. <laughs> that's idiotic. Know. Yeah, right. Hmm. So you know, rational. by virtue of enacting these these policies, people will just start stockpiling ammo. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, idiots idiots that's the first if they if this if this stuff started happening um you know where i live thankfully it's not but that that would be my immediate reaction it's the same thing if like feinstein gets serious about banning 30 round mags or something first thing i'm doing is buying as many 30 round mags as i can yeah if that got any traction yeah Yeah. i mean the price goes up of course but you'll you'll find some yeah you will find you'll you'll be able to find some just like yeah, it seems like they are trying to pad the pockets of black market, basically. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the unfortunate side effect. Yeah. Yeah, you know the uh, former uh, San Francisco Congress, like state Congress person, mm-hmm. a Chinese guy was caught trafficking firearms. <laughs> well, he while well, he writes anti-gun law. Oh, of course, that's how it always is. Guns for me, but not for you. Yep. Yeah, that's how these people always are. He was yeah, able to like, fly under the radar because he's Chinese. Nobody was paying attention. Hmm. Yeah, Gun so crime, I, I mean, you wouldn't yeah, think. Regarding Chinese, like, I'm also pretty black-pilled recently, like, you know, about, like, all the whole immigration stuff, you know, hmm. like, especially in California, the demographics is 
pretty far gone in terms of you know, like support Second Amendment. Mm. I feel as that's how I feel at least. I yeah. Just yeah. With, uh, with my mom about you know like Second Amendment and things like that, and and they can't just can't imagine it because they grew up in places where you know things like these usually don't happen or like or don't get blown up and things like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, well, in closing, is there any hope for your state, or should we just abandon abandon ship? Is there any hope to save California? I feel like the upcoming midterm election is gonna be yeah, kind of California's last stand. Last stand, yeah, for mm. conservatives or or like libertarians, basically the right. We'll see how it goes. I mean, I think they're outnumbered. Well, they are outnumbered. I mean, greatly. Yeah, well, yeah I, I do feel like feel like that too, and. It's, Hopefully we can get at least Travis Allen or something, somebody like that, you know, try to push back. But yeah, so we'll see. Yeah. Well, All best right, of well, luck thanks. to you. Yeah. Thanks for the thoughts, man. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Have a good night. Uh, Dangerous Spaces just said, guns for you, why you, but not for you. <laughs> what do you mean? It's an Asian joke. I don't get it. Guns for you, you, why you? Oh, like a name, you? Gotcha. That was a little. I really bit, thought that's that was going to land. It made me laugh. All right. Thank was, you, Dangerous Space. We'll funny. get to your question. Um, we should probably do some super. Well, super actually, chat. We got Big Red Doggy up next. Let's do that, and then we can circle back, so you don't have to play okay. the Jeopardy music. It's okay, sweet. Which I will gladly do. That was a fun surprise. It really caught me off guard. Yeah. Uh, you there, Mister Red Doggy? Mister Red Doggy. Hey. I was just waiting for you guys to finish. Oh, we, you can interrupt us anytime. I don't care. No, what we're talking about rude. is not important. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that rude. We discussed my uh, Analyze Yourself deal from Jordan Peterson's website, man. Yeah, that's that's true. I've I've discussed my results with tons of people and compared results. Uh, it's, uh, it's a really good uh, interest. It's become an interesting talking point for people. Yeah. Apparently, I'm as lax as you and uh, neurotic as blonde. Yeah, weirdly. You <laughs> You're don't as neurotic me... as I am? That's crazy. Actually, He's I definitely not. a little bit more neurotic than you. Yeah, well, you were Aren't more you only in like the 50s or something? Blonde's like 95. Yeah. No, I was in the 70s. Okay. I mean, that's high for a guy, but you know, yeah, you're not blonde level. So, um, one other thing. The hippo was damn cute. I, was I know. It was cute hippo. Okay, so. hippo versus Daisy Ridley. I'm putting the poll Come in the chat. On. <laughs> one for Daisy Ridley, two for hippo. I want, I want to see that. I, I kind of <laughs> want to do this. It's all going to be twos. I know, I know. All right. Yeah, so she can't win against a, a literal hippo. That, hippie, that hippo is uncommonly cute, let's be yeah, honest. It's little ears. Yeah. It's like yeah. little pokey little yeah. ears. Anyway. <laughs> I wanted to, uh, did you guys see the article about uh, the Google employees uh, quitting yeah. in protest no, over the that. artificial uh, intelligence drone program? I Please did. continue. I do not know yes. about this. So they actually had a, uh, they, the Google execs used to have a company motto, don't be evil. Right. Used to. Used to. Yeah. Three days later, they removed that clause. From their code of conduct. Yeah. That was actually in the code of conduct. Don't be. It evil. was their motto. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, but that just strikes me as kind of a novelty. How can that be an official policy? That's so ambiguous. Uh, yeah. And if you have to tell people not to be evil, that leads me to believe that 
they're inherently evil. What are you going to get called into an HR meeting? Now, we heard reports from Susan that you were being evil. And what is their definition of evil? James Damore? Yeah, but what about that guy Jim in the the third cubicle? He worships Satan. So wait, so catch me up on the story. These guys resigned because the clause was removed? Uh, They resigned because uh, they were protesting uh, of... Google working with the Pentagon on this art AI oh, drone okay. program for the Pentagon. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So for AI for shooting guys with with um with drone aircraft. Probably. Okay. So, I mean, yeah. I think it's it's stupid. Their ethical breaches go so much deeper than this that they're not going to resign because of, you know, censorship and data mining, things like that. Then this is total virtue signaling, but I'm at least happy that people are being critical of Google. That's good. Well, topple them. (laughs) Any final thoughts? No final thoughts. Mind fear. Are you shooting any (laughs) cool guns this weekend? Am I shooting any cool guns this weekend? Always. Uh, Is that every weekend? Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's every weekend, but I, I finally got my uh, 76 Trans Am from the estate. So Oh, yeah, I get, cool. I get to celebrate uh, America's 200th birthday in 2018 because that car was built in 76. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, bicentennial so, car. I'm like, that math uh, yeah. doesn't work out. <laughs> Close enough. It's a bicentennial car. It's 42 years old. There yeah. it is. There she it is. A lot, though. All right, that's man. Well, enjoy it. Uh, have a good holiday weekend. Will and, do. Uh, we'll catch you next time. Later. All right, let's do these super chats. Okay. And then we'll take Ski Doggy after that. Carnarvon. Uh, I never liked Jennifer Lawrence till she danced in Playbook. Yeah, she's got a pretty nice body. Um, blonde, hmm. Dormer, and Ritter have venerian strabismus. Is that a lazy eye? Which is an eye thing hmm. I can't define, but it drives me mad. Um, Carnarvon or whatever. Uh, let me know if Evan Rachel Wood, if this is the same condition ever Evan Rachel Wood has, because I, I look at her and her face like reads a little weird to me, but I can't figure out what it is. I think it's one of her weird eyes. Yeah, it looks like uh, if I'm looking at images, it's like, you know, eyes go in different directions or something like one wonky eye. Yeah. Gotcha. But there's also a picture of Anne Frank. So I don't know. Maybe it could be like, <laughs> I don't know. Killed in the Holocaust for all I for all I know. Yeah, what this means. You guys heard it here. Um, Rational Wiki, are you listening? Yeah. Uh, Neo yeah. Unrealist Blonde, get your your man's eyes checked if he thinks that Markle is hotter than Middleton. Oh my fucking god! I know that's what I said to him. I was like, this makes me think. And he was like, well, who would you rather watch have sex, William and Kate, or Harry and Meghan? I'm like, William. I don't really want to watch either of those couples have sex. Uh, pr- uh, probably true, but Kate Middleton's way hotter than, than Meghan Markle. She's classy. And then I started telling him that I think that this is like a really beta move by Harry marrying <laughs> a, you know, dried up, older, washed up actress. Don't forget previously divorced. married. That's yeah. minus points. Yeah. And he's divorced. like, no, he was in Afghanistan. He's a tough guy. No, no, no. I'm like, no, this is pussy shit. This is beta male. Hmm. low self-esteem blue pill garbage he could have like a 19 year old british virgin like what what's the deal here he should just take kate's sister pippa she's 34 and married and pregnant ah it's still better than Meghan markle but but pippa's still older than harry or maybe i don't know maybe i'm not i don't know i actually had to admit to myself that maybe he just Wait, is P- Pippa's not older than kate is she pippa's older than harry harry's 33 pippa's 34 kate's 36 
Oh, Kate's older than I thought she was. Wow, she still looks great. Yep. Good for her. Keeping it tight. Um, Tommy Lovekin, new fan from Australia. Love your shit, guys. Oh, Thank thanks you. for tuning in. Bare Bones, Ben Shapiro and Matt once made love till Ben's yarmulke fell off. Matt said, geez, that was the epitome of a good time. Blonde said that was the shittest. I did say that that one time. I was really tired, okay? I- uh, that's probably an inappropriate sounder. We'll move along. <laughs> Will Ander, all this beautiful women talk makes me want to compliment Blonde on hers. Why? Thank you. Oh, It'll be short-lived when a baby I comes and I disagree with body. that. Um, I disagree with that. Dangerous Spaces says the royal wedding was was a beautiful moment where we saw racism finally end. We've reached true equality when a ginger can find happiness. Oh my god, it was a, it was a great day for social justice. Uh, Adolf yeah. Hogg says Predator Alien. I'm gonna have to go with Alien on that one. I've I've not seen any of the movies. Of movies. That's because you. <laughs> uh, but I want to say Adolf Hogg is like my favorite username of any of the usernames yeah. that we have. I like um, yeah. Scrotum Mick. What's the one? Don't. You just created a soundbite. Someone's going to chop that out. I like Scrotum <laughs> Mick, whatever. No, yeah. there's one. There's, there's one that's really funny that says Scrotum in it. Um, hmm. Boogeyman917. Hey, Blonde, has anyone ever told you that you look like the actress Dominic Mick Elliott or Elligot? And I just Googled her. She's from House of Cards. So nobody has actually told me that before. She's in the last tycoon on Amazon Prime. She's beautiful. So please take it as a compliment. Thank you so much. She has a sex scene in in House of Cards and she's pretty hot. I can't believe I didn't like that show. Like I tried to watch season one of House of Cards. I got to get on board with like season one, but it just (sighs) got so ridiculous. I didn't even like season one. I was bored out of my mind and I felt I know I'm in a minority on that, but dildo swaggins. That's the one. That's not scrotum. I don't know. I don't know why. How did you get Scrotum Mick? <laughs> Tilto Swaggins, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. Oh, my God. Amber says, you guys should have a donut operator on as a guest to talk about the fake racist claims against police. People are always telling us to have I, 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 I've invited him on before. He did agree to come on and then kind of ghosted on me. So I, I am going invites... to get Find Love in Japan on. Oh, yeah, yeah. If it kills me. The, um, this this is some Japanese guy who has real talk about race. For real, hilarious. he has this video. I just couldn't stop laughing yesterday. I posted it to Gab. It's three questions I have for black people. And it's this Japanese guy who just is saying whatever comes to his mind. And it is hilarious. Everybody check it out. It's so, the Japanese accent that makes it particularly funny. So I'm trying to get him on the show. I really want yeah. to have him on. Um, I think his that name video is went crazy viral too. Like the play and the and the it has like fifty thousand plus upvotes on it. That thing went insane. <laughs> it is no Biko. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Matt McFadder. People I've... call me racist. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I, I can't do it well, but <laughs> it's so funny. Everybody watch it. I was I was in my apartment alone, just like tears streaming. Yeah, yeah. Um, Matt McFadder, I have two sets of twins in my family, my sisters and brothers, not so cute when being ganged up on. Oh, no. Mm. Josh and Jesse hear that. Um, William Malvo, Matt, I think you should debate douche Pacman. Um, I would Pac-Man. 100%. I, I definitely would talk to him if you wanted. It wouldn't have to be a debate either. I'd talk to him if he wants. But Interview I've... the most reasonable progressive Jimmy Dore, and then as a palate cleanser, moderate moderated debate between Amos Lee, Amos Yee and Copper Cab. I thought Copper mm. Cab was a was a fake dude fake tranny or fake <laughs> or character yeah um, legendary advice here thank you william 
I can't. Maybe I need to listen to Jimmy Dore more because that's not the first time I've heard people say Jimmy Dore's reasonable. Jimmy Dore is spit on Alex Jones at the Republican National Convention guy. No way. So maybe I just haven't listened to enough and of his stuff. Maybe he had a bad moment that day. I don't know about that. Hmm. Uh, Tim Hammond, uh, what do you think about Trump not being able to block people on Twitter? Yeah, Hoping Matt would fly to Ohio, uh, to Ohio with his free time last week to make love to me. The Brewers banana hammocks going back in storage. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. We're actually going to talk about that on Sunday, so tune in. I, I, I need to read the opinion. I cannot understand how the judge, so for people who didn't hear, this judge, this federal judge ruled that by blocking people on Twitter, Trump is violating those people's First Amendment rights, which just makes no sense to me. How yeah. are you infringing on their speech rights by blocking them from reading your tweets yeah yeah that doesn't make any sense at all um, i couldn't knows? believe that when i read it christian Chapa, i found the harassment of the lawyer in new york pretty damn egregious as a hispanic i disavow all those uh punietas uh i'm a, a harassment of the lawyer in new york are we talking about harassment of tommy or yeah what yeah oh. she was a new york lawyer uh for being hypocrites oh. thanks for the great show guys i'll keep supporting you any way i can thank you thank you um yeah dude i hope that something happens to her but it probably won't i mean she i apparently she's getting a bunch of applause from people too hmm. was she hispanic i don't know i haven't seen the tape uh her name is something kohler so hmm. uh adolf hogg Matt, I'm a big outdoors and fishing type of dude thinking about making a trip to Livingston, Montana. Is it yeah. worth it? Uh, depend. I mean, generally, yeah. Livingston is at the north end of what's called Paradise Valley, which is a whole valley that runs between the Gallatin and the, the uh, Absorkey Mountains all the way down to Yellowstone. And John Mayer lives there, and a bunch of uh, celebrities have property in that area. It's uh, If you're into fishing, if you're into... Um, <laughs> I don't know, general outdoor activity. You should have fun there. But I don't hang out in Livingston too much. It's about 20 miles east uh, down I-90 from here. Thank you for that. Big LC says, this Sunday on Beauty and the Beta, Matt gets his balls waxed live on stream while ball, <laughs> Blonde reads the chat. Um, I wish. Yeah. I said no. He said no, yeah. I'm not doing that shit. Not for not for any of Well, shouldn't say not for any amount of money. but If somebody gave you $1,000 to wax your balls, you'd do it. I don't know if I'd do it live on YouTube. What if you didn't have to show your balls? You can't show your balls live on YouTube. But like you just had the camera on your face. Just on my face, right. I don't want to entertain this thought because the more we entertain <laughs> this thoughts, the more like the plot, I, I could name a number and it's not like, uh, it could, that number could be reached. It's like that time we showed our feet for like a $50 super chat. I think it was only 20 bucks. Oh, <laughs> that's just dirty. Feet are fine. I don't care. Um, and you've got such hobbit feet, you know? I have, I do have wide feet, yeah. But they're not hairy, like <laughs> hobbits. I'm a faggot. On the topic of guns, Matt, have you ever fired a flintlock, matchlock, or percussion weapon? I started a collection of antique guns, and I just got my mm. first flintlock pistol. I absolutely love it. I have not, but that would be fun. I'd like to. Uh, Thomas B says, I love Bobby Brown from the Cherry Pie video. Who's the hottest girl from the 80s? Ooh. Oh, I don't know. That, that's... I, I can't I, even think of any chicks. I'm not, I'm not, um, Cindy I'm not. Cindy Crawford was really hot in the 80s. Oh, in that Pepsi commercial. Wasn't that 90s yeah. though? I forget. Was it? I don't know, man. Hmm. Cindy Crawford, even if, wait, Brooke Shields was hot in the 80s. Those are the only two people I can think of. I don't know. I'm not keen enough on like 80s movies and stuff. Um, thank you for that, Thomas. Matt Dath or Doth. Uh, Matt, you said Russ Fag has the most unfortunate name in politics. I'd like to nominate Fort Wayne, Indiana Mayor Harry Balls, two A's, pronounced exactly like you think. And his no wife is way. Minnie Balls. B-A-L. That's pretty bad. Yes. 
Russ Fag versus Harry Balls. I want to see that run off. Would you, I'd rather be Russ Fag. Harry Balls. You could, go with, you could go with Harold. You can't change Fag unless you just change it entirely. But yeah, but it'd be like I'm a fag versus Harry. His balls. wife should Those be named I'm a fag. Minnie Balls is the name of the wife. Is this true? His wife should be named Mimi Fag. <laughs> or I don't know. <laughs> What what women's names are funny with last name fact? I, we're wasting time. We're up against the clock, so. Um, okay, we're good for now. Okay, let's talk to uh, to Ski Doggy and keep me on the clock here because we do we are going to run pretty tight. Heather Locklear, thanks guys. Hmm. Mr. Ski Doggy, who's that? I don't know who that is. I know the name. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. go for it. Okay. Well, first off, since we're talking about hippos, I got a joke for you. Do you know the difference between a female SJW and a hippo? No. Okay, well, it's 40 pounds and better teeth. <laughs> Ooh! Well, you know how to make them the same? How? Force feed the hippo and send her to an orthodontist. <laughs> no rim you, shot. I'm depressed. You, you got no, one. No, you, you I gave you two. It's just you can't hear them through the system. You're a oh. man, so you just immediately yeah. get a rim shot. I have to work for them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bummer drag. Okay, anyway, since we're all talking about guns tonight, uh, got one for you that I'm actually starting specking out because I'm going to build it. The oh, cool. British Howda pistol. How do you spell it? Uh, give me just a second. H-O-W-D-A-H. It is a double-barreled, side-by-side, 20-gauge uh, pistol. How wow. weird. Yeah, it's a black. See, the great thing about black powder is that if it's a historical reproduction of anything that was made before the 1900s, there's no federal regulations on it whatsoever. I can build anything oh, cool. I want up to a 12 pound cannon. Uh, Lori <sighs> says I can't have a cannon, but anything up to that, she's cool with. Uh, it was typically yeah, intended no for, def- for you. It was intended yeah. for defense against tigers, lions, and other dangerous animals that might be encountered in remote areas. Yeah, this is and they're sweet. really cool. Tell you what, you got. I'll, I'll let this uh, general for everybody out there who's into firearms and stuff. If you really want to experiment and play around with some really cool stuff, get into black powder because once you've fired a four gauge elephant gun that fires a quarter pound hunk of lead down range, mm-hmm. you'll never go back to cordite. <laughs> well, that's sweet. I, I, is there any yeah. kind of like danger in operating these? Are they reliable or do they're you? Very, is... They're very reliable. But what happens is, is people get stupid and they'll use smokeless powder in them like they would for a regular mm. cartridge. The pressures with black powder and pyrod I use Pyrodex, uh, is totally different. The pressure is a lot lower. So yeah. what happens is you get some idiot who puts in regular smokeless powder and they blow their gun up. But up to, uh, but anything else? Oh, yeah, I've got a cap and ball revolver. I've got a few other things. And, you know, you can have a lot of fun with it. And so I'm just going to recommend that because somebody asked you earlier if you fired a mash lock or a flint lock or anything. Yeah. And the other great thing about it is, is like if you want to buy one, like when I bought uh, when recently when I just bought my pistol, you can walk right in the store. It's right on the shelf. They're not locked up. You grab it. You can grab your pyrodex or your black powder. You can grab your round shot. You can grab your caps. You walk right up. Now they will check. Now here they'll check your ID to make sure you're over 21. Yeah, but no paperwork, nothing, and you're out the door with a six-shot revolver. It's a very, it's a very gentlemanly defense weapon. That's what I would well, say about yeah, this. Well, actually, <laughs> if I wanted to get really crazy, I could buy a bunch of cylinders, and I could probably get uh, about maybe half the rate of fire of somebody with a regular revolver. Yeah, but uh, but they're just fun to shoot. Yeah, and yeah. You guys so and your do... weird guns, you're so funny. Yeah. Oh, blonde, you haven't lived till you fired an elephant weapon. <laughs> and I would I'll tell you what, if we. 
when I get my how to pistol made, if you're ever in Iowa, I will pay for the Indian Raj 1800s female hunter, great white hunter dress, and I will rent yeah. a damn elephant just to get a picture <laughs> of you firing that pistol. Yeah, I yeah, we can we can film it. Well, okay, but I'm not going to rent the elephant. I'm sorry. I was <laughs> we we'll negotiate a compromise. We will. But, no, yeah. I'll, do I'll do the. We'll have to round it out. Rest. But if you have any yeah. final thoughts, go for it. Final thought: I actually had to retweet and like a tweet from Sean King today. Okay, what? do explain. Uh, the well, I'll just tell you what the tweets are, and I'll let you take it from here. The first one is that this is the first one they had to retweet and like. Uh, if you happen to uh, wait, hold it. Wrong, wrong one. Right here. Okay, let me tell you about the cold, hard truth about most Democrats. They don't have any grassroots support. They hardly mm. get any of their campaign cash from everyday people. Some get 90% or more from corporate PACs and billionaires. So when it comes time to vote, they sell the people out. This is Sean <laughs> King with the blue check mark. Oh, my God. Did somebody hijack his count? I don't know, but this is the last one. Did Kanye okay. West, a real black person, hijack I his don't account? know, but I'm really – but I'm now in an upside-down world where – uh, Hamas are peaceful protesters. MS-13 are just immigrants looking for a better life. Yeah. And I'm agreeing with Kanye. I'm retweeting Kanye West, Kim Kardashian, and Sean King. Yeah. What is this it's world? It's a brave it's crazy new town. world. And All the right. other one, this one is pretty good. I'll just go through it real quick. Uh, sure. What I know is that come election time, Democrats come to black churches, kiss black babies, play the sax on our city, go to the barbecue, and even contemplate taking a knee during the national anthem. But in those off years, they do shit that sets us black, sets us back decades. All this of that is, is true, yeah. except he's identifying as a black person. Yeah, I know, but I had, to, but it's, <laughs> you know, he's right. I had to retweet him, and I had to like it. Otherwise, I'm a hypocrite. Oh, interesting. Do you actually yeah. follow him, or you just uh, came? Across oh him? yeah, I follow. I follow about fifty percent of the people I follow on Twitter are people I vehemently disagree with. That's probably a That's good probably thing. Good. And it's it's just it keeps me on my toes, and plus, a lot of times I get exposed to a lot of new ideas. Sure. So uh, you know, it gets me out of my echo chamber. And we'll plus, have I'm retired a, and bored. i got to have something to do. Sure. Have a happy Memorial Day weekend, man, and we will you catch too. you next time. Bye. Okay. Natty Melt. What's our lineup looking like? We got one, two, um, we got like maybe eight more patron callers. So we, I don't know that we're going to get to non-patron callers considering the lineup of questions we're that we have. definitely not going to get to non-patron so callers. So just a heads up to non-patron callers waiting. Uh, but we're, we're going to try to move it along here as best we can. Natty Mel, you're good to go if you're ready. After that, we got Patriot. We can try Patriot. Holy shit. Nobita did a stream with Black Pigeon Speaks. No oh, I gotta check, way. I got to check this out. Go for it, Patriot, if you're ready. Someone link that to me in my email if possible. I got that mobile oh, drop in, I'm drop out. On. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're you good guys? to go. Yeah, go for it. I think it's up in um, Seattle. Eh. Yeah. I saw that homeless dude Things are just falls as bad in again Portland. this week. No, you're in yeah, Portland, I, are you? Yeah, I'm in Portland for a, a business meeting. But yeah, it's like a, it's bums in the street, uh, piss on the sidewalk, and people dressed as clowns. So it's it's pretty crazy down here. What part of the city are you in? Uh, well, well, we were downtown uh, last hmm. night. Uh, I'm actually uh, at an Airbnb kind of uh, east of the city. But uh, okay. we were downtown last night, just kind of. Checking things out. Hmm. Fucking Portland. It's got all the same problems as Seattle. When we went to Portland, I don't know, a year ago, I'd looked around. I'm like, this is Seattle light. And the homeless problem is just as bad. Everything still smells like piss. Yeah, I really liked it when it was there. It was like weird and eclectic, but it wasn't dirty. And now, you know, it sounds like it's decayed. I left in 2010. Yeah. Yeah. 
So uh, a couple of things, I guess three things. So, uh, so Matt, I was going to invite you to Owen Benjamin if I get it's, uh, it's sold out. So where, where's this happening? Yeah, this is in Bellevue. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's not terribly it's, far away. It's, yeah. it's not too difficult for me to get to like Seattle area generally. Yeah. I'm going. But, uh, um, <laughs> when's the event? When is it actually yeah. happening? June 4th. Well, that's actually, uh, mm. yeah, a few weeks away. Yeah. yeah. So a, a few comments. Uh, um, what about uh, Jordan Pearson uh, and the, the monk debate? Yeah. So my take uh, on Jordan Pearson is just not a, a really a skilled debater because he should have gone after Michael Dyson. Because Michael hmm. Dyson was just going after, and he's all these ad hominem attacks on Michael on Jordan, and he just took it. So he's got to learn to do that. Yeah, I don't. Uh, although, I mean, his his Kathy Newman um, showing was pretty good, but yeah, I mean, I don't think of Jordan as like you know debate jabber guy. I think of him as like extended monologue, really flesh out an idea type guy. Yeah, you know. And he did, he's clearly not the, like the thing that annoyed me about Michael Eric Dyson too, was he clearly had prepared zingers and Jordan did not have prepared zingers, like stupid one liners that he wrote before the That's debate. That totally just, queer though. Why would he do that? I'm not saying he should, but it was just like Michael Eric Dyson was trying to be sharp and I don't think Jordan was aiming for that same sort of effect. Right. Yeah. He needs a forum where he can ramble endlessly for like three hours or he's not yeah. happy. Totally agree. So last thing, uh, this is kind of a, a kind of take on the, the last mass shooting. Um, so we just had a recent one in Texas and then there was one three months ago. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if this is true or not. Do you think that this is uh, happening more often or is this just a copycat or, or what? I've heard that statistically they're not actually more common. Natty Mel, we'll, um, we'll get you after Patriot's done here. Good that it's working. Um, I don't know if that's true or not, but I heard someone say statistically these things are not more common now more than ever, really. It's just that they're covered more. Yeah. I don't know if that's true year after year after year, but that's what I've been told. I've not looked at the data myself. Yeah. Hmm. What, do you have any thoughts on that? Well, it just uh, it seems like it uh, hasn't been very long. It's three months since the yeah. last mass shooting. So is this kind of concerning? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm worried about it. I don't know what to do. We talked about it a little bit on Sunday, but... And with uh, the interview that we did yesterday. So check out our Sunday interview. Yeah. 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 Good, good thoughts with them. With uh, the brother of a Parkland victim coming up Sunday. Yep. All right, Ben, any final thoughts from you? That's it. Well, you have a good night. Stay Me away too. from the uh, scary hobos and stuff. Yeah. Be careful. <laughs> okay. Look out Later, for needles. Right. Oh, no. Beto also did a stream with Anthony Brian Logan. Yeah, he did a stream with like a bunch of um, black YouTubers, like Anthony Brian Logan. Some black guy was in on it. Um, I have not watched it, but I saw the thumbnail oh of who my was God. in it. I'm going to continue to binge on his videos tonight. Yeah, I've emailed like him it. and he hasn't answered yet. So we'll... Yeah, hopefully he does. It'd be cool to talk to him. Everyone harass him in, in his email until he comes on our show. <laughs> Natty Mel, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hi. I just want to say Kate Middleton is way more beautiful than Megan. I know, right? Something we can all agree on. Thank you for aiming for unity. Yes, unity, yes. But Matt mentioned that British accents go a long way. I don't agree with that at all. I feel like women with British accents is the cringiest thing ever. (laughs) I always always feel like they're faking it. I don't know why. Yeah, especially if there's a Cockney accent going on. Well, that's true. It's got to be like the posh 
Yeah, it's got to be a posh British. They can't be like, yeah. oi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Hey, gov oi, governor, yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, it can't be Especially that. drink, governor, yeah. But that's not Kate Middleton. She doesn't no, have that. No, she's really posh. Yeah. 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 She's so classy and elegant. The important um, thing is we can all agree that Meghan Markle is trash, right? <laughs> I saw this hilarious... Uh, I don't know if she's trash, but... It. They were mean. like, uh, it took 239 years, but the Americans have finally been able to infiltrate the British monarchy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really. So the revolution has begun. It's begun. I suppose. Yeah. We have to save them from themselves at this point, though. Yeah. What is the monarchy? They don't do anything anymore, though. No. You know what I realized that I didn't I didn't know before? They basically don't have a last name, the royal family. They don't have a surname. They just they're just what they are. They are just what they are. They, like they don't have a name. They don't have a family name. At least they're that's what the I heard Windsors. On this. That's not what I heard on this news report. Like they don't have a formal surname. It's Windsor, right? That's their name? It's yeah. like William and Kate Windsor? It's, they're the House of Windsor. Let me know that's, in that's the live chat. I'm pretty sure I'm right about this. I don't know. I was watching yeah, NBC. Right. Well, NBC hey, lies. Do have a last name now? What? Does that mean Megan doesn't have a last name now? She formerly did. But yeah, they get all that weird title too. Like she's Duchess of Cambridge or whatever. And Which is crazy. I don't understand how any of that works. Frankly, I don't give a rat's ass either. <laughs> okay. So two th I could talk about two things. Either the Kendrick Lamar thing or the shooting that happened about like an hour away from my house. Take your pick. We'll definitely talk a little bit of Kendrick Lamar on Sunday. I thought that was hilarious. It's so cringe. Let's talk about the Kendrick thing because I, I can't stop thinking about it. I thought it was hilarious. I don't like. I don't understand what he he thought was going to happen. I know. Well, he. Did. I think it was a I setup was a or something. Yeah. I don't know. I the, the, I I can't believe the audience was as pissed as they were either. Yeah. Of the whole course. thing was a joke. And if people aren't familiar, Kendrick Lamar, the rapper, invites this like white chick up on the stage to sing or rap with him. She sings the N word in his lyrics, and he gets pissed, and like they all it was all a setup. They this stop is the show. Reason ten million that white people shouldn't listen to rap. If you're a white person listening to rap, stop. Just stop. I kind of agree with you, but uh, I just wanted to point out that um, in Brazil, the words are switched. Like whatever is offensive. Hmm call black people negros but you can't call them preto which means black huh nigger in brazil but we can't call them black weird calling them black is offensive hmm. sag has his uh, skeptical and frightened face on right? well i was gonna say do we we just get like the n-word was uttered are we banned off youtube now yeah, forever? there's no stream anymore <laughs> yeah I was quoting it. That's what that's what that was. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, we, we, we got to keep it moving. Just about, but, just about. Uh, if you got if you got final thoughts, go for it. Uh, no. Nothing. All right. Sir. Well, thanks a lot. Thanks for going. Have a good night. Fraggle Fraggle Patriot. E is for educate yourself. God, the live chat is so funny. You guys are hilarious. What, what are they talking about? They're calling Meghan Markle the Duchess of Dindu. <laughs> okay okay <laughs> that you guys earned that one. Is... Oh my god we how all come the more you reason... can say r2 dindu <laughs> and that's fine because i didn't create that i just well, give neither, homage you didn't create the... it's just our live chat our very creative <laughs> and kind of racist of... live chat that's all <laughs> 
Reasons why the Colin show is not available on YouTube. <laughs> After we're done, oh my god. That is so funny. You guys are hilarious. <laughs> um, ease for educate yourself. Chime in if you're ready. Cocky. <laughs> cocky. <laughs> are you laughing at what we're laughing at? Oh man. Hey, what's up? You guys can hear me? Yeah, yeah. Can you hear us all right? Thanks for having me on. No, yeah, sure. dude, that, that Duchess of Din, dude. Oh, that's, that's so funny. <laughs> well, and you know what? It's perfect because, you know, I'm a first-time caller, but I'm coming at you guys with some content here. Okay. Got a two-part series, and uh, first is uh, Pussy Macroeconomics, okay. and uh, that's what we're going to be covering right now. And okay. what I got to talk about, it, it ties in Meghan Markle, right? Because you look at Prince Harry, he's this rich, literal prince, and who does he have to settle with? He has to settle with a, uh, you know, a washed up, as Blonde's already stated this, she's washed up old lady, slept with easily 100 guys, <laughs> previously married. And Prince Harry has to settle for this. You know, you got Elon Musk. He doesn't Elon have Musk. to. It's the choice. That's what really baffles me. In, hey, I guess. But, but, I mean, he still feels inclined to. And then you have Elon Musk. He's a... Uh, dating you know grimes right she's like uh i don't know what's your guys opinions on grimes do you guys know what i'm talking about i actually don't know I mean, who she he's is pretty ugly but at least she's 20 and he has like five kids doesn't he it's true it's true but basically I mean, billionaire or not that's a liability hmm. <laughs> my point being you know these now they're uh the, the pussy economics is going through the roof oh the, i know oh. it's never been a better time to be a woman dating brad pitt is banging a, a mid forties MIT professor. It's like hmm. he could be slaying all these models, but you know he's not. He's he cares about her brain or something stupid like that. <laughs> the virtue. Where does the, where does this <laughs> okay. leave me? You know, just you know, an average uh, you know engineer, uh, not tall. What what am I going to do? The pussy economics. Just be funny, fellas. That's true. They're you had a good funny you. showing so far. So yeah, you have all you need to do is be funny. If you looked at if you looked at the pictures of the guys I've dated, I've dated, you would probably be shocked. And the the exceptionally ugly ones were either very smart or very funny, or very tall. No, you you guys are right. There's some there, shorties in there. There's it, it truly is a white pilled situation. I just I just think it's really funny. I like to bring these ideas out because I don't think a lot of people think about it this way. You know? Sure. Yeah. I, I listen agree. to. Uh, yeah. yeah. I agree. I, I long for a, a culture where men and women want to provide value to each other again, as opposed yeah. to like this imbalanced, bizarre culture that we have. Right and then now. women are just making out like bandits. Like you can yeah. just pop out a few kids, divorce your perfectly good husband, and then marry up when you're in your late 30s. It's fucking baffling. It's like women like this used to be punished, like social outcasts for the rest of their lives, and now they get to just marry up again. What men need to do is stop wifing single moms. That, that would stop all this in its tracks. That's the ultimate, that's the ultimate thing, you know, guys. Guys, it all comes down to men. We got to put the foot down. It's, uh, yeah, but we've pussified you so much that it's basically impossible. Because the guys that are supposed oh, to be yeah. putting their foot down were raised by single moms. All right, we got to call it there. No, but it's okay, with favorite that. But, uh, I'm just saying next week it's going to be pussy microeconomics. Tune in. Good. <laughs> Sounds good. good. Appreciate we'll it, man. I hey, appreciate it. Big fan. First time caller. Enjoy. Well, thanks, man. And thanks for your patience. Thank Have you. a good night. Okay. Frank Underwood and E is for educate yourself. If you, if you can hear us, you're good to chime in whenever you like. Let's talk to Frank. Hi, Frank's Frank. always got Frank's always got something good and uh, and controversial to talk about. Oh shit! 
<laughs> Am I put you on, putting you on the spot? Setting you up? What do you got? I know you. I know you got something that's going to be. Um, it's going to be challenging. Ah, okay. Um, so you know, you heard the argument that uh, Nick Fuentes uh, had versus Sticks that uh, that uh, relate religious religion is the only way to have like an objective uh, moral. Oh, I've not heard no, this. Is but this that's... a new debate they had, or is it from a while back? No, it's it's kind of old. Oh, hmm. I haven't seen it. Sounds oh. like something I'd enjoy listening to. Yeah, though. I could really see both sides of this, to be honest. I both respect and fear both of them. <laughs> Nick and I. Hmm. Yeah. So, so he's he's basically saying that uh, that um, that the uh, more when, when you're re- religious, when you believe in God, then God gives morality to you. Hmm. That's why it's objective. But if you're like an atheist, then whatever you make up in your brain is your morality. Yeah. And because of because of this, then you can only say that uh, that I think this is moral, but somebody else can say that something else is moral. Yeah. 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 It's like postmodernism. A... Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Interesting. What you What you guys think about? Um. I mean, I've said that on my channel before. It really pissed people off. The thing about religion. I'm I'm agnostic, but I'm getting to a point in my life where I feel a spiritual void and I'm looking around at the Christians in my life and they are consistently good people. And I'm like, doesn't that count for something? Maybe this is the way. And it's making me want to go back to the church. I was raised Catholic and I'm like, you know, maybe this is what I'm missing in my life. So I'm viewing religion differently than I did even a few years ago. I'm, I'm more open to the idea. Yeah. In my head, I don't see why the morality and the cultural values would have to be a product of belief in the spiritual aspects of right. what's going on. But for whatever reason, it does seem like those things go hand in hand oftentimes. And I can appreciate the cultural benefits that a lot of um, religious communities right. offer, even though I have no particular interest in the spiritual yes, aspects. Yes. So I, I really, str- I don't know. I don't, I, I will never close that door fully. It's why I don't call myself an atheist. I, d- I don't claim to know things about the divine and the afterlife. I, I really don't. But, but the other reason beyond that inability to know that I don't close the door is I can't deny the cultural the beneficial cultural aspects that do exist and the way that it tends to promote good behaviors in people. And I will say that although I think it's possible to develop a strong sense of morality apart from religion, do I have a lot of faith that your average person of average intelligence can do that or God forbid below average intelligence? No. Like Mm. those people need Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) What are, what are are your thoughts before we let you go? Well, I basically agree with you, but I have a small pet theory of mine that we have evolved to be religious. Because I saw mm. this few uh, research uh, statistics in some, some article where they said that the, the birth rates, the Mormons in, in the US was 3.4 mm. and the Christians, normal Christians of different kinds was between 2.5 and 2. And mm. the atheist was 1.6 and yeah. the, the agnostics sense, yeah. was, was 1.3. Agnostics so lower, about, interesting. So when you when I thought about this, this is because the being an atheist is kind of like a religion in itself. Because yeah. if, if you if you're going to be objective, then agnosticism is the obvious answer. Yeah? 
But if you yep. claim that there's no God, it's kind of like a religion with no God. That's true. And I talked about that in one of my videos, but the atheists that are in my comment section are often, ironically, very dogmatic. And it's like, hmm. it's like it's filled a religious void, this certainty that there is no religion. And that in itself is is their spirituality it's bizarre anyway we well, got to give you the yeah food. we'll have to wrap it up but thank you for you know bringing tough topics appreciate it and I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll check out this stream if i get a chance because that sounds like something i'd enjoy interest uh, i'd yeah. enjoy listening to yeah i can send you the link on an email or something. sure thing man appreciate it okay see you around um uh, we got three more patron callers uh four if e is for educate chimes in so we'll take these patron callers we'll get to our our questions, uh, email Caesar's questions and video questions. questions. And then we'll, we'll also take care of super chat. So we, we definitely are not going to have time for um, non-patron callers tonight, guys. Apology for that. Uh, we do our best to get to everybody we can. If you're having trouble getting into the show, please do send us an email question or a video question. We'll, uh, we'll do those at the end of the Wednesday show, as we will tonight. So let's talk to, um, to Robert, if Robert is still here. Here we go. Are you into that bash trade? I'm totally serious no, about this. Caesar it, it, must get we're, bash trade. We weren't live when you said that. Were you cue in the audience? Oh yeah. So I told I told Skag that I'd trade him my two shitty dogs for his one ear infected gross dog. That's his, his ears have been plenty clean for months now. <laughs> he just had a weird skin infection though. That's all. Caesar's gonna live until he's twenty. I just know. are you there, Robert? Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Go for it. Okay, so how would you guys like to add the bat has once or bat and I once made love beam? Uh, go for it. Go for it if you want to take one. Matt's super gay, so he's into it. Okay, so I know that the best way to kill a joke is to dissect it, and I had way too much free time over the last few weeks, and I know where the origin of that joke is. Oh, you you actually found the origin? Okay, I did, and uh, the episode number is quite uh, quite fitting it was uh, episode 69 at of, 27 minutes of course well no thank way you. what was it uh it was uh matt and i once made love uh he really i think it was baked by baguette if you know what i mean this was the episode where baked he had my just come back from uh frat's blood so this whole thing just came from one person Yes. And then other people uh, started doing it. I thought okay. that maybe it was like a conversational oh, thing. Oh, it must have been right after you went on your honeymoon or no, your um the trip you took before deployment. Yeah, the Europe yeah. trip. When Roaming yes. Millennial was on? Must uh, have been the week after Roaming Millennial went so on. So it would have been last fall, like last September. Yes. Oh man. Yeah. So. Well, thank you for finding I've always wondered. Yeah, appreciate yeah, that. I, now we I, know. I took on the role of an archivist for you and, How uh, long did that take you to find? I actually had it guessed within five episodes, so wow. it only took me uh, about 10 hours. <laughs> well, that's no time at all. Well, thank you. That's, uh, I, I wish, I, I don't have like an official show log to keep records of these things, but. Yeah, well, if you have any other challenges for me, go for it. I, that's and, that's uh, definitely like show meme number one, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I, the zero to execution thing, I, I think that the first time I talked about that was with Lactatia's mom somewhere in there yeah but yeah. that's what i mean that's the truth blonde yeah <laughs> yeah totally. any final the, thoughts the uh no final thought actually there is one uh um, go for it matt uh are you planning on doing the uh, fantasy football league again i i will so what i'll do is the same as last year is i i i can't do a league with everybody so what <laughs> i'll do is i'll do a league by lottery 
and okay. ten, you know, ten or eleven um, lucky people will get into that. But for everybody else who's not able to get into the to the normal fantasy league, I will do a survivor pool again, which we did last year with like I think a hundred people or something were in it, maybe more. It was one of the no. biggest survivor pools on NFL.com. Oh my was God, my stupid so survivor pool. I'm so. sorry, Vlad, but I just have to say I was first loser last year in the real fantasy league. I was. Oh, involved. you were in the you were in the league last year. So yeah, yeah. I, I will do it again, um, and everybody will at least be able to play in the survivor pool, if not the the league. Anyway, keep up the good work. I love listening to you guys, and uh, it's been uh, a, over a year of quality listening material. Well, thank oh, you, thank and thanks you. for thanks for doing the fact finding for us. Yeah, totally. Appreciate it, man. Bye. Bye. Uh, Arc Dogma. Arc Dogma might have had to take off. At least I don't see Arc Dogma. If you're still listening, hop into one of the waiting rooms and I will get you pulled in. Otherwise, we have Shooter Down Under. Do you never hate Bash? Do you no, ever want to just hate my shake dog. him to death? Never? No. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> if you had Caesar for one week, you would understand. Like he's, he's noisy. I mean, he's very snorry and grunty, and sometimes the noise gets mildly... Um, becomes a mild nuisance, but I don't want to harm him. I mean, I think Caesar's evil, though. <laughs> Shooter down under, you're good to go if you can get your mic unmuted. In the meantime, while we wait, uh, so we got two two callers who are muted while we wait for them to get their situations figured out. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. You want to um, start on these listener questions? Sure. So uh, let's start with the video questions. Let's listen to uh, Dangerous Spaces first. Uh, here we go. Danger. So this is voice. this is from Dangerous Spaces. Hey guys, I thought I'd try a video message this week. So let's see how it goes. Uh, as I've mentioned before, I have a Bachelor of Journalism. Uh. One of the very first things we were taught. Are you not hearing it? Nope. What? I've listened right. to it. Okay, I'll just play it. Journalism now. exists to hold the powerful to account. But the state of modern journalism seems to be that the news outlets themselves have become one of those powerful entities they originally held to account. We see news outlets at worst lying outright and at best, and I use the term loosely, at best describing things in a way to lead their audience to false conclusions. We saw this when it was reported that Donald Trump apparently called illegal immigrants animals. Firstly, the media failed to mention Trump was talking about MS-13. Secondly, they ignored the fact that the term animals was a comment on MS-13's actions, not their immigration status. We've also seen the claim that there have been 22 school shootings, a claim which is just outright false. The other issue I see is that a lot of these media outlets are so well-funded, they're likely to be able to keep running even if they are called out for being egregiously dishonest. So what do you guys think of this problem? And do you think there's anything at all that we can do to solve it? Hmm. Okay, so you did listen to this earlier. So you have a sense of what his question is. Yeah, but is it was about. the only one I've listened to. So the other ones I'll just pull up on YouTube. Um, yeah, we yeah we could do it that way. Uh, it's about the media, right? Yeah, so the general concept is, you know, gives some examples of how the media have basically lied flat out, the animals example. Some of the stuff we were mentioning earlier, the sister calling for peace. But the idea here is that they're so well-funded and so large do we have faith in, say, market forces to take them down, or what's it going to take for I think these it's already to... happening. I mean, New yeah. York Times had to shut down seven floors of their building. Um, everybody's laying off journalists. The whole business model, especially of, of newspapers, is is totally almost dead at this point. Subscription-based services generally don't work. 
um, and alt media has just taken over. I mean, Philly D has like a, a hundred million views or something on his channel. It's crazy. Mm. And, and for some of these places that are really well funded, it might be a slow drip. But at the end of the day, if you're not rising, you are falling and your time will come. Yeah, it might be totally. slow for some of these people. And it's but, only uh, old people that have subscription and still watch or have um, cable news subscriptions. Yeah, you got to think TV. by like 20 years from now. The all, they're all going to be, be dead. And then, yeah. um, you know, people will still probably be watching something like yeah. YouTube. I mean, all so, media is clearly the future. I don't think it's tomorrow, but I, I do think that... Uh, that, you know, no matter how big you are, your time is going to come if you're not competitive in the market. And I don't think they're really competitive in the market anymore. Agreed. Uh, but thank you for your thoughts, man. Appreciate it. Um, um, so the next one is El Vaquero, right? Yes. And we lost Shooter Down Under, so I'm going to try to bring Shooter back in. If you guys can hear me, go ahead and chime in whenever you like, if you're able. So, yes. Yeah, so this is from listener Jesse. So I'll just hit play on it if you're ready. Yep. Go for it. Dear Blonde. Matt and I recently had a late-night romp in the Montana woods, and I have to say the ghostly and divine glow that the moon cast off of his milky white thighs was the epitome of ethereal. Moving on to the question, you have made your thoughts on women's suffrage clear, and I have a different track that I think that we should take with regards to voting rights, and I would like your opinion and, of course, Matt's opinion on this as well. Now, I'm sure you've heard the sentiment that Look at the intelligence of the average person and understand that half the population is even dumber than that. And this leads me to believe that before you're allowed to vote, you should have to pass the citizenship test at the very least. And in fact, I would argue that you should have to pass a more comprehensive test that shows that you really understand how our government is supposed to work. You should understand separation of powers of the three different branches. You should understand how states are supposed to play a role in our government. The whole nine yards. I'm not interested in removing women's suffrage. I'm interested in removing retard suffrage. Now, I understand this would require a constitutional amendment to achieve, but that is my opinion on who should be allowed to vote, and that's people who understand how that's our government's idea. supposed I mean, to work. Thank my you. problem with this, though, is that it doesn't address people voting having a vested interest. It, it does address them having the knowledge and the understanding, but you might just end up with a bunch of elitists. I want people that, that are voting to have a vested interest in the improvement of this country, which is why I advocate for one vote from one landowning family and no women. <laughs> you heard it there, Jared Holt. Uh, you heard it there. I mean, and I think that's a great idea. Uh, one, one landowning family. It would encourage women, if they want their political voices to be heard, to get married, and it would encourage people to be property owners. Um. Yeah, I mean, but I think that's a good idea. I, I, I wish retard suffrage. Mm. I like that. <laughs> um, I, I, you know how I, you know what I am. I'm a cock on the issue of women's suffrage. I try to, but I believe in individual rights and all those things. Uh, I do think the dilemma that he's raising is real, though, uh, and it, it, the, the this is part of the reason that a lot of um, a lot of things in the way we structured society are not up for majority vote, because tyranny of the majority is a real problem, especially when the majority is a bunch of idiots. I would hope, so I can't say I, I, I am not at all sympathetic to the spirit of what he's talking about. I would hope, perhaps naively, you can tell me if it's naive, but I think this problem would be mostly solved by an adequate education system that actually taught American civics well and taught American values well instead of all this Marxist horseshit and uh, destructive yeah. horseshit. So it can't be left up to the government. Hmm. Why, why do people think that the government education is going to straighten out our kids? You have to trust, inherently trust the government. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that it has to be government education. I'm just saying that I think 
I would hope that this system would be solved by a, or this problem would be solved by a better education system. Maybe that's naive. Maybe it's not realistic. But we didn't always. I don't know. I guess the question would be: Did we always have this problem, or is it particularly bad now? Uh, it wasn't a big problem until 1965. And what happened in 1960? Was there a huge immigration I thought, reform? Oh, I thought you were going to say what? 19? What year was women's suffrage? Oh yeah, I mean yeah, that was probably, it wasn't a huge problem until we we had this demographic shift, hmm. and then there was an entirely new class of voters that had no vested interest in improving the country and only wanted welfare benefits. What I I guess what I'm trying to hope for is very modest changes that are not making uh, very minimal changes that aren't radical so we can figure out where the problem lies and we don't have to go all the way to the black pill right away. That's that's what I'm hoping to avoid. I would like people to be able to vote. Is that so wrong? Yeah. Fine. Hmm. Fine. Thanks for the question, Jesse. Yeah, all right. Thank Jim you. is next, right? Yes. All right, let me know when I should start it. Uh, I'm going to play it now. Okay. Hey, Matt Blowen, just wanted to record a quick message to say I love the show, keep it going, love you guys as dynamic, uh, the, the beta cuck and the crazy uh, right-wing feminist that's going well, Blonde. I mean, no offense by that, but uh, you're... <laughs> Yeah, you're both some good fucking entertainment. Anyway, just wanted to come in to say uh, a very dead topic in here, but I wanted to bring it up. But anyway, traps are not gay, Matt. You are wrong. I have no idea what Blonde's opinion are, but the problem... Okay, I'm just going to stop it right there. This guy's clearly out of his mind. <laughs> no, with you there. Uh, a man and a woman having sex, uh, people watching that in porn, is obviously not gay. That The person watching it, of course. Uh, it's, it's a guy and a girl. They have sex. It's perfectly fine. However, you add tits to that guy. You, you make that guy a bit less horrible, you, you know, and suddenly that's more gay. Fuck you, Matt. You're gay. You're the one no, who wants the to same. be metaphorically inside that man, imagining yourself in his shoes while you fuck that woman. <laughs> fuck you. Right? What Everything this, about this... this is way more straight. The more tits, the more ass you add to this, you are the gay one who is worried about his own sexuality. Have this, a good one. And This uh, is full Poe, man. This is... I can't believe... I can't tell if this is serious or not. Matt is the gay one. He's he's right about that, though. I'm the gay one because I say traps are gay. Wait, was his argument? Why am I listening to Dan? Bonnie his argument was that if you're watching a guy with boobs fuck a chick, that that's less it's the gay. The penis question. That's the real thing. Yeah, that's all that matters, dude. <laughs> I, t I mean, I think it's only really gay if it's you know if you're watching some penis on penis. But but his question was, are traps gay? Yes. Which I would say, no. I mean, you need you need the knowledge, right? That you're about to have sex with. Well, with a man. there's potentially some nuance there in that. Obviously, what you're conceptualizing is the form of a person as opposed to the real person. But if you're trying to tell me that like actual sexual contact with a person with a penis is not gay. No. Oh, I'm totally with you there. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying like getting tricked. I mean, that's what what the term trap implies, no? I would say as soon as, okay, this would be my line. As soon as penis is made clear. Then it's gay. That's any attraction gay. beyond that point is gay. Okay. I can get on board with that. Agreed. Okay. Otherwise, because like if you just, how about this for an example? If you just see like somebody, I don't know, you see somebody on the street or whatever, you think like, oh, that chick's hot or you're attracted to her. What you're really attracted to is like a form of her. You don't know necessarily. I guess maybe you know, but you know what I mean? Sometimes you think something's going to, someone's going to be really hot or like really attractive. And then they really turn great. around and they have Daisy Ridley's face. 
<laughs> I'm just saying sometimes we conceptualize people incorrectly. Okay. And like, so, like if you've ever, I don't know, this is just, uh, how do I talk about stuff like this? Have you this ever seen a chick with a really nice too personal ass and, and she weird. turns around and she's like 30 years older than you thought she was going to be? Or have you ever, have you ever hooked up with somebody that you thought was going to be really great and it just was like bad? It was just terrible, you know? I don't know if that's comparable. I'm just saying like what you envisioned was not the reality. Okay. Yeah. Let's not go down this road any further. This, yeah, I was going to say this is getting weird, but traps are gay, dude. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next one. Uh, this is the last video question, right? Jay Edgar. Go ahead. Hey, Matt and Juan. I want to take a second and talk about why all sexual groups are considered the same by the left. Mm. It's really a simple reason why, and it's the same reason that they group all people of color the same. The whole movement comes as a sort of a backlash against the straight white Christian. I wouldn't want to say male, but that's usually the marker that they use. And that's actually the same reason that people can say Muslims and gays are allies, even though they be natural enemies in the wild. The people of color are all supposed to be enemies of the white man. All the sexual orientations are all supposed to be enemies of the straight man. And of course, Islam is a natural antithesis of Christianity. It all stems from a basic enemy of my enemy is my friend, and they're all expected to ally together, even though their own self-interests yeah. sometimes fight amongst each other. I hope this spawns a great yeah. discussion. Take care, guys. Well, thanks. I... I... I agree with that. I, I agree with that as well. Yeah. Um, it makes sense of what is otherwise nonsense. There's his late sound. I agree with but, that. Uh, yeah, that is a reasonable way of explaining what is otherwise largely unexplainable. Yes. Yeah. The only thing that a fundamentalist Islamist has in common with, uh, I don't know, like a secular gay guy in San Francisco is this perceived opposition to the white heteronormativity. Yes, but right? I'll add some malice to that. It's this unholy alliance where they think they can further their own interests by uniting minority groups. I mean, so I think that hmm. there's not just a natural alliance here. There's a created alliance. They need to use each other to fight against this patriarchal white society. Hmm. And then once they defeat that, then they reign and then burn everything to the ground with their incompetence. That's the future that I'm looking at. Hmm. Thank you, Jay Edgar. Appreciate it. And uh, <laughs> it to our callers who are, an interesting conversation. who are still in the live room, go ahead and chime in if you're able. I'm worried they might be having those mobile device problems, but we'll let them hang out. We do have some written questions, and then we'll get to Super Chat to close. We'll have to be quick with these, unfortunately, although we have a handful of them. Um, Jonaslav says, thoughts on the ATF, uh, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. I've been reading up on the Ruby Ridge incident and then looking at the Waco siege along with the Mexican gun running scandal under Obama, and overall it just seems like they're shit at their jobs. Granted, we generally only hear about a government agency when it is seriously wrong, Flint, uh, or does something really shiny and spectacular like killing bin Laden. But it seems that the ATF is particularly slimy and malicious. I don't know about those specific events enough to comment on that. Um, Ruby Ridge was horrible. There's a, do a, a, a dead flicks is almost what I said. There's a documentary on Netflix about it that I encourage you to watch. Um, but, you know, I think it's just another unnecessary overreaching government entity that could cease to exist and it would basically affect nobody's life i mean the government could be cut down by like 90 percent. well and it, for whatever reason it all i know is is friends of mine trying to go through atf regs to get you know national firearms act um 
um, gun parts or, or guns, things like that. If you, if you ever want to get approval for things that are heavily regulated by the ATF, it takes like months or years. So it's weird that apparently they have this ability to like wreak havoc on people, but they also are like frustratingly sluggish on just doing paperwork. That seems. Yeah. What government agency do you not have to sludge through like miles of bureaucracy to get anything done? Which one is efficient? Name one efficient government agency. Uh, if you're giving me a challenge I can't handle after two hours. I mean, I'll say talking on a mic. My, my tax check is always cashed at like four days after I send it. Sure, but if yeah. I had to deal with the DMV, it's a fucking thing for like yeah. a week or two weeks. And the post office is also a nightmare. Like n even the basic government institutions or entities, they, they just don't function. Mm. Thank you, Jonaslav. Uh, Tanner, my question for the show, in your guys' opinion, what are the chances of being of there being a civil war in the next five to 10 years? If there were to be one, what event would kick it off? People seem historically docile these days. So in my opinion, it would have to be something big. Well, I think the question or the answer to that really hinges on whether or not we stop immigration. I mean, if we continue to allow you know, millions of Mexicans in this country, that then civil wars are coming. I mean, hmm. I, I don't the know other, so we could avoid it. The other thing that um, might that I could see happening is, let's say, the the blue wave becomes a reality. They get their president, and they start actually talking about this like gun confiscation shit. Yeah, yeah. That, that would be another one that. Yep. That I think would do it. Yep. Yep. Hmm. Do I, I think it's likely? No, I really don't think it's likely. But I think it's let's say let's put it this way. I don't think it's likely, but I think it's more likely now than I've ever thought it has been in my life. I. I agree. I agree with that. Um, yeah, I don't know that it's going to be one big thing, but like just what we do for a living has been a reaction to these perceived, uh, you know, government entities kind of closing in on us and mm. preventing us from exercising our fundamental and constitutional rights. And I think that the average person is starting to feel that I think it's a slow burn and that's probably what's going to cause this. Russell's got a complicated question. Thank you, Tanner, by the way. I'm going to try to get through this as quickly as I can. Um, so he gives us a list of premises to accept. Uh, economic power is a factor of technology and productive population. Okay. U.S. and European fertility rates are below replacement rates, which uh, increases demand for import of skilled labor. Uh, a, um did I, this copy and paste got weird. Oh, okay. Increases demand for um, import of skilled labor, a tolerance of illegal immigration and an export of jobs. China, India, and other large population nations are caught up due to the rigor of their academics, national focus on STEM, equality uh, decline uh, and distraction of our students pursuing unproductive learning at all levels, stealing of our intellectual property uh, so, and there's no international justice and sharing our technology is also a consequence of freedom. So no obvious resolutions to avoid economic domination reform. Um, oh, not so obvious solutions. Sorry. Not so obvious solutions to avoid economic domination, which is what he's worried about reform, secondary and post-secondary education, stronger border defense, strengthen family values and larger families make single income households viable again, invest in future value or, Punish industrial espionage. Okay. My conclusion is that relying on a globalist brain drain will only work if we are an attractive place to work. California yeah. is an example of potential um, of the potential for exodus as we move closer to an economic tipping point like Venezuela. Other than the not so obvious list above, how would you solve this dilemma? Oh boy. I mean, that's exactly what I would have said. 
those things, reforming secondary and post-secondary education, the strengthening of traditional family values, and then working under a single income, women just refusing to work and demanding to stay at home. Um, but he's right that the globalist brain drain will have a necessary end because it's going to stop being a desirable place to work at some point as people exploit the I'm, welfare state. I'm unclear what that actually refers to. When you say that, what do you mean? Like countries like India, if you're smart, you don't want to live there. And so oh. you, if you're, you leave, if you're like the most attractive and skill set there and yeah. you come to America, um, which just makes it more competitive for, um, for Americans. Okay. It's not always going to be an attractive place for people to come and work, especially as there's yeah. increased competition. Yeah. I, I can't say that off the top of my head. I have um, good suggestions beyond what you've listed here, but I, I generally agree with and like what he's listing here. I like, um, I, I like an educational reform as a, as a good starting point. I mean, uh, the obvious, <laughs> the obvious disadvantage to me in our terms of our global competitiveness is things like gender studies degrees, yeah, and useless, yeah. useless fields of study that aren't producing things that are globally competitive at all. I'd like to fix that. Um, I would also add to that that uh, not taking any foreigners into any of our higher skill set. Uh, post-secondary educational programs and into hmm. academia at all, like no international programs, something like that. He didn't say anything about mass deportations, um, he, but he did say something about H-1B. Yeah, yeah. And a moratorium on immigration, of course. Hmm. I was looking for the blonde fascist-ass sounder, but it's too late. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, uh, Tanner. Appreciate it. We got, uh, oh boy, three more. Okay. Hi, Matt and, Hi, Matt and Blonde. Love the show. This is from Nick. Have you guys seen any of the Project Veritas videos about teachers unions? They have union reps and union presidents on camera talking about defending the worst of the worst, including pedophiles and child abusers. There's another story where 10 plus Somalian daycare centers in Minnesota are funneling money to terrorist groups in Somalia. Can't believe it. What a shocker. I know. So my question is, after watching these stories, how can we trust the public school system? Yeah, can't. That's why people should homeschool their kids when, when they can. Send their kids to charter schools, move to areas that um, they're not going to get a stupid multi cultural education. Hmm. Uh, I wasn't surprised by this, by these project Veritas videos. When I was in kindergarten, I saw this teacher, I was like on a jungle gym and I looked far off and I saw this teacher who was older, just beating the shit out of this little girl, like yeah. wailing on her with her fists. Um, I told my mom, but I was a bit of a liar when I was a kid. So she didn't believe me. But like ever since then I've been like, and I don't think I got a very good education. And I think it's gotten considerably worse since um you know since we graduated when i look at generation z i'm like you guys don't know shit um so i just i just don't think you can trust the government to do a good job hmm. in schools and there's more pedophilia in the public school system than there is in the catholic church yeah while we're answering that question i noticed decoy i didn't see you at the bottom of the list because because it was later but if you want to chime in quickly go for it hi oh i'm sure how's it going guys sorry to surprise you but i i missed you earlier so I, you definitely did surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thank you, Nick, to our questioner. Hey, um, <laughs> if you need a second to gather your thoughts, go for it. I, we can read another question. Um, so I had a, um, I had a, a piece of uh, uh, kind of crazy news for you. Go uh, for it. This, a guy um, used a change of address form at UPS headquarters to mm -hmm. redirect UPS's headquarters mail to his apartment. <laughs> and it was so, that easy. Okay. It was that, it was that easy. And, wow. Um, as federal crimes go, this one seems to have been ridiculously easy to pull off. 
Wow. Yeah, he, uh, he just went into a U.S. Postal Service change of address form, wrote down the the their headquarters address and put it in his, and he deposited over fifty-eight thousand dollars in checks. Um, what he got money out of this? Yeah, that were delivered wow. to his uh, apartment. But he was able to impressive. deposit the checks. How is that even how? Yeah, because they were sent to his address. Is that why or what? That's a creative I, um, crime. I'm I'm impressed by this. The post office duly updated the address, and Henderson Spruce uh, allegedly began receiving the company's mail, including checks. It went on for months. Hmm. Prosecutors had deposited over fifty-eight thousand dollars in checks improperly forwarded to his address. Wow. Uh, huh. I'll, I'll post it for you guys. But I read through this, and I was like, I, you know, I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. Plus, yeah, dude. Well. We got to give you the boot, but thanks for the story. How that's weird. thank you, thank you for that one, and thanks for your patience. Sorry about that. Yeah, no problem. I, I vote for uh, 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 Robert for show historian. Ah, um, okay. I thought you were going to say I, Daisy Ridley I, over the hippo, but you know. Could I could I throw one more out there for you guys? <laughs> quickly, a, um, quickly. If you, yeah, there's a um in in, in the military, uh, they try and teach you little uh, anagrams and analogies to try and help you remember how to remediate your weapon. If mm -hmm. you ever have a problem, yeah. And obviously, they uh, we all know what a double feed is. If you if you're a shooter, and they call it a bad porno. He's ah. like, you've all been in a situation where all of a sudden you're getting hot and heavy, and there's one too many in the scene. And the moment <laughs> you see two, you got to get one of them out of there. Gotcha. Anyway, all right. Have all a right. Great night, Thank guys. you, man. Okay, two more two more questions quickly. One from Owen. Hi guys, uh, big fan since your first episode. Well, thanks for sticking around. I'm a junior in high school. One of my favorite teachers of my English uh, is my English teacher, but he's pretty liberal. We are reading 1984, so we're talking about doublethink. Some of the examples he gave were about Trump, specifically how he's a populist despite being a modern day aristocrat. He also said guns don't kill people. People kill people isn't true because guns aren't natural objects. Neutral. They are uh, neutral. Oh, thank you. They aren't neutral objects. They are designed to inflict damage i don't know that i agree well with that your premise, teacher but okay. sounds like a big pussy but let's keep going my question is this he said he doesn't want guns taken away yeah. but he wants a discussion about gun control but is it truly a discussion if you go into the talk thinking guns are inherently dangerous uh thanks for answering p.s i sent um this from my school email so if i get suspended <laughs> it's your fault okay <gasps> Uh, that's what all leftists say. Like, we just want to have a talk, but we just want to, you know, that's what cops say when they're bringing you in for a murder charge, you know? Yeah. We well, just want to have a little discussion. I don't like this because even if I grant the premise that they're designed to do damage, which I think is mostly true, sure, it's all damage is not bad or unjustified damage. There's plenty of justified and necessary damage right. that is to be done. So the question is, the question about the damage is, was it right? Was it just? Is, is is the damage a good thing or a bad thing? Not all damage is a bad thing. So I, I really don't like that premise at all. Yeah, um, yeah. I, 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 but, but to his point, is it a fair discussion if you go in thinking guns are inherently dangerous? I mean, that's his perspective and he's entitled to it, but I just don't think it's a very honest perspective. You think that some tools are inherently bad? I mean, a, a gun is much like a knife in that, it has justifiable good purposes, mm -hmm. which can include cutting food or any number of things, but they can also include killing somebody who's harming somebody else. I mean, you can actually kill somebody with a knife in a completely justified way. Right. 
So I don't know that he would apply this thinking to anything other than guns. I think it's just something unique about a distaste for guns, to be honest. Oh, God, is this whose teacher? If it's not a woman, then it's some beta male English teacher. It said he's pretty liberal. Yeah, it's, it's so. Oh, gosh, Might be a tranny, though. Who knows? My kids. This is ridiculous. <laughs> okay, last, uh, last written question from uh, Pishka. Sorry if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. I was curious about your take specifically on the NRA only protects gun manufacturers narrative that sprung up since Parkland. It sounds typical. Sounds like the typical down with corporations lefty talk. They say it, um, they say it like they're doing some great justice for NRA members, but it raises a red flag for me since the 2013 Maryland assault weapons ban with the ban of 81 guns and a and addition of ridiculous laws, the Beretta factory moved to gun-friendly Tennessee out of fear of being unable to produce for the military, police, and civilian market with the stroke of a pen while the factory in Italy, um, uh, with the factory, or while the factory in Italy uh, survived for 500 years, two world wars, and actual fascists and SS Nazis taking over the factory and threatening the family. It just seems like an, an attempt to go after guns specifically to the companies that make them. I think that, I think that's what this all comes down to. I mean, I yeah. do believe even to the previous question that these people who say they don't want to ban guns. Clearly you to, do. You need to tell me exactly what your line is then. Cause I don't see it. I see you walking straight towards banning. all Right. Guns. And if you look at gun bans that have happened in other countries, it typically didn't happen in one fell swoop. It was the, the gun laws closed in slowly and that's yeah. why people freaked out about the bump stock thing, even though it doesn't really affect any of our gun use at all. Um, because we don't want to go down this road. It really is a slippery slope. Hmm. And the, the the argument is just kind of bunk anyway. The, NR, the NRA is not in it for gun manufacturers. They don't represent gun manufacturers. They don't profit from gun sales. Yep. They, they're, 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 um, their financial plan or the way that they, the way that they get money is, um, is through their, through their members. And what their members want is to be represented and to be, um, to, to be fought for in terms of their gun interests. It's not, it's not about selling guns though. Of course, all those members want to be able to buy guns freely as freely as possible within the confines of the laws that already exist. But protecting gun manufacturers is just, it's just not, it's just not true. It's just a right. false narrative. Yep. Yep. Hmm. Uh, Trojan horse. Um, should I do the super chats? Yeah, we got to do super chats and then we'll wind out because we're already 10 minutes past uh, time of the hour. Uh, David Holmes says, I mean this in the best way possible. You two are far too professional to be reading random super chats. I don't know if that's true. Well, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta keep your professional. Yeah. What's a duct tape production, but you got to keep your show up and running somehow. And I would much rather engage with our audience than read about helix sleep and bowl and branch and no That's disrespect true. to everybody else who does Bert that goal yeah uh rick moranis matt please tell me you are at least a little warm on this fbi spying bullshit by the way matt do you have a little special somebody now good for you sugar bear <laughs> love you too blonde thank you rick he, he, here's what i can say about it is it um is it impossible no there's there's circumstantial evidence to believe this this may have happened there is um, more than circum did you see the interview with laura ingram and carter page yesterday carter page clearly got wrapped up in this because of this informant we know that there was an basically the entire question is was the russia investigation founded on legitimate or politically motivated premises and we don't know that for sure we just don't it's not insane to say that it was political premises but we don't of know course that it was sure. political premises there's seen there's evidence to the contrary at all there's the to say that the russia investigation was not is 
It could not have possibly been started on legitimate premises. We have George Papadopoulos. We have um, Manafort's involvement with Russia. That doesn't mean that there's for sure Russian collusion. I don't see evidence of Russian collusion. But there's there's a case to be made on the other side of this. If this is all a big political sting, why didn't they leak any of this during the investigation? And why doesn't Trump uh, declassify the evidence that you're saying there were no leaks during the investigation? Where where were the leaks that would have happened during the campaign? They leaked all get, this Papadopoulos stuff way early on, and the not Manafort be, not before stuff. the election. Um, when did that happen? The leaks have been since the election, and and by the way, I don't dispute that there are clearly politically motivated leakers within the DOJ. But but if you if you believe the whole thing was built upon political premises, why didn't they use it for electoral influence? Okay, Matt. Matt will get one day, one day when there are actual indictments from this, I am going to make Matt eat his hat live on air. That's what's going to happen here. You need to answer that question, though. That That's that's unanswered. It's not a slam dunk case that it's politically motivated. I mean, I think it is, but that's fine. Crown okay. Video says, have you seen the stream Nobita from Find Your Love in Japan did with Black Pigeon Speaks? No, I did not. He said he'd rather have Brax in Japan over feminists. Fucking base, get that dude on the show. I'm even. I've been emailing him. Uh, he hasn't answered me yet. So everybody harass him. Uh, thank you for that. Liberative said the thing with Dyson is he and Goldberg were there to argue Peterson's personal flaws, not the topic. That's what they always do. The moderator should have reined them in, but couldn't because of political correctness. Who was the moderator? Uh, I don't know his name. I don't know his name. But I didn't think the moderator was terrible. Um, he didn't really stick to the topic, but I thought that he mostly treated people fairly. AZ Archer, sorry I'm late, guys. I got called a whack-ass white boy at work today, and I test for my commercial driver's license Sunday, and now the call-in show today, so it's been a pretty good week. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, YouTube connected new to the channel. You guys are awesome. Just subbed to Blonde in the Belly as well. Keep up the premium content. We appreciate that. Dildo swaggins. There it is. The only way men should support single mothers is by stuffing dollar bills down their G-strings and getting hand jobs from them in the champagne room. Hmm. Ooh. Then be fighting words. Adolf Hogg says, I think that religion is regarded by the common as true, by the wise as false, and by the rulers as useful. That's profound. William Malvo, Matt, are you aware that Hugh Laurie, a.k.a. Dr. House himself, and Stephen Fry's bestie listens to your podcast and follows you on Twitter? You're a winner. Stephen Fry follows me on Twitter? No, I'm not. A Hugh Laurie? The, the house guy? A.k.a. Dr. House himself. Wait, wait, wait. Stephen Fry... Stephen Fry doesn't, but but Dr. House does. Um, Stephen Fry definitely doesn't follow me on Twitter. What's the Hugh okay, what's, Laurie. Dude, he fucking follows me. Hey, that's crazy. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you, Dr. House. That's <laughs> how do you know he listens though? Maybe, I mean he must have said something about it. Maybe. That's kind of that's insane cool. if that's true. Wow. No, sometimes I forget that when we shit talk people, we didn't do this person, but you know, they might be listening. I just act yeah. like nobody ever listens to this show. Um, thank you for that. Frank Underwood says, Amanda Seafried is the epitome, and I know it's epitome, guys, of hot actresses. Yeah, she's a real fox. She's another wall-eyed one that's pretty foxy. Uh, she's that chick from Mean Girls. Um, John Martin says, was a fan of Suits and Meghan Markle, but after all the leftist worship of her blackness and activism, kind of hard not to cringe about the whole thing now. Great show as always. I have never even heard of that show before this whole thing with Prince Harry happened. You look so tired. I'll wrap this up. Yeah, I'm pretty much burnt out. I'm trying to keep my mind going. No, you're but, like, yeah. 
Yeah, it's gag drunk, guys. Uh, Dangerous Spaces. Matt and I almost made love, but he pointed out that if we made love, the L or the V lands on a triple letter score. <laughs> Who else plays Scrabble? Oh, I don't play games? Scrabble. Yeah, no, oh, th- so that's fun. that's fake news. I'm not a Scrabble guy. I am. I love playing mm-hmm. Scrabble. Uh, Jay Parker, no, no, thank you. Uh, Frank Underwood, by the way, Generation Identity is being prosecuted under some weird mafia hate speech law in Austria. Check out I Brittany Pettibone and her Germanic yeah. man's vid. I heard about that too. I'm sorry to hear it. I love Brittany um, and Martin. They're just, they're going to have the most beautiful babies. Blue Eyed Panther 11937 says, love your show. Thank you very much. And we are good. We can round out. Ooh, okay. Well, um, as I teased, uh, Sunday's going to be a good show. I, I, it might be a little bit abbreviated because of the, the holiday weekend. I, I know I won't have a ton of time. But um, but I am excited to air this interview. I think it went really well. So again, if you missed the top of the show, we're going to interview um, Ian Petty, who's the brother of one of the Parkland victims, has a lot to say about school safety, has a lot to say about his sister who he lost, and uh, just a tough but good conversation. Yep. Anyway, we'll catch you then. And in the meantime, of course, have a happy um, Memorial Day weekend. Although it'll only be half hour when we see you then, but we'll see you then. <laughs>